Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry. And this is our podcast where we try and write and create a comic book as well as talk about all different kinds of things. Check out our website, snarfcomics.com. It's going to have uh, parts of our comic book on there, parts of past comic books that we've done, uh, and a bunch of other things that we want on there. And please subscribe and tell your friends, and thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Hey, we're back. We're back, finally. Snarf Talk, back in the house. Yes, we have been at it for an hour and a half trying to set up a microphone set up differently, and as in every time. And Once again, if anybody out there is better at this than us, which there's probably a lot of you, hit us up. Yeah, we'll take that. Get with me, bring a microphone, and teach me how to do this, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we tried a couple new things. They didn't work, so we got to... We gotta go back to the drawing board. So we are recording now on one mic. We are, and we're gonna see how that goes. Um, so yeah, so we're back. Um, not much, I guess, in the way of social media. No, we've um, we've been uh, lax on that. Yeah, but I still think it's. Um, I think we're doing well. Like I was looking at some of our some of the analytics, and people are still looking at things. We're still posting stuff. Yeah, I significantly um, updated a lot of the website. Yeah, the website is completely redone. Yeah, um, so definitely check out snarfcomics.com. There's some updates. We haven't had any. Actually, I did put on a new blog post. Was that after? Yeah, it was after the last episode. Yeah, so I updated. I made a little um, graphic logo for Jetpack Samurai and wrote. Um, did that to get it up so we had something to show for it. Yeah, and looks then really great. I thought, hey, I should just do a blog post on how I did that. So I put up a pretty lengthy tutorial blog post on it was really in how depth. to do like, like some super, graphic design stuff. Super in-depth. It was really easy to write. I wrote the whole thing sitting at Taekwondo. Really? On my laptop, yeah. <laughs> Chris doesn't take Taekwondo. <laughs> his son does. No. no. <laughs> my son, who has uh, got his black belt. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty intense. Like, legit black belt. So there's, apparently there's different levels to this, right? Yeah. Because, like, the layman in me for martial arts, you think of black belt. In most you things. Think, you, correct. Yes. Uh, you think of black belt and you think, like, that's the highest you can get. But that's the highest you can get within the level he is, obviously. Because I don't of, really know how it works, Because to be a five-year-old isn't going to be a black belt of Taekwondo and, and be able to take on Bruce Lee. Yeah, I don't. Well, you there's different I mean? degrees of black belt. That's what I mean. Some, a lot of dojos or whatever won't give black belts to to anybody under a teenager. Oh, this one does apparently. So, oh, yeah, for whatever that. So anyway, gives off you, the point. Gives you confidence. So we updated the website. We have been on social media. We've got quite a bit of followers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're mostly on um, Instagram and Facebook. Twitter's been a little sound. So check us out there, at Snarf Comics on Instagram, and then at Snarf Comics on Facebook. And um, we're going to try and do that a little more regularly. Right. Also, though, there's obviously the holidays coming up. Yeah. So so the holidays, there's going to be a low point there. I'm we haven't, sure. um, writing-wise, haven't done a whole lot. So 
We just thought this one may be a little more um, casual episode because we don't have a lot of updates on that front. So we can talk about that a little bit later um, because I think that's integral to part of our comic book process is the fact that sometimes you just run out of steam. Yeah. Not a, I mean, and it's finding the time. Like, we've we've had this issue since we started writing comics, and that is, like, literally just finding a small portion of time that you are motivated enough to write something. Yeah. And yeah. peaks and valleys, too. Like, you get super For excited, sure. and you work really hard, and you, you're getting a flow, and then you, something happens, like some of Like, event. I'm gone for a week. Yeah, you were and... gone for a week at work, so that was, like, a big reason. We didn't record last week. That It's been... Not quite two weeks since the last one, so sorry for that gap. Yeah, we put it up uh, on the 6th, so it was 12 days. So, And then we had some audio issues with the last one. In that podcast, we were bragging about how we had it all figured out. I know. (laughs) I know we did, and I heard that when I... Because I've listened to that podcast probably 14 times in redoing (laughs) the audio. The whole thing... I mean, it's my fault because I'm not very good at this yet, but during that recording... Our, the microphones just quit. Yeah, it was a bit of a in the bottle. middle of it, and then when we go to start recording again and got it fixed, uh, since we were using two mics, the audio streams were like mixed, and it was just a mess. Yeah, and I I'm not good enough yet to know how to fix that stuff like on the fly. We'll get there. And yeah, it is what it is. So I apologize for that. I know the first half was kind of quiet, and then yeah. it was the second half was perfect. The original one I had posted, the volumes were great. Yeah, it was just a weird echo. And then all of a sudden, a stupid in. echo come in. I, oh. I, you posted that, and I was post like throwing it out there that it was coming up, and people were texting me. They're like, "Oh, I'm so excited, we're gonna <laughs> yeah, listen." And then I didn't listen to it until like noon, and then I well, got I li- to that part of it. I did listen to it. I listened to about 45 minutes of it on the way to work that morning, and it was perfect. Yeah. Everything was great, but it didn't hit until like the exactly at like the one hour mark, one hour and three minutes is what it was. If you yeah, don't know exactly. Um, <laughs> one hour and three minutes is when it happened, and you texted me later in the day. I was like, "Are you kidding me? I listened to this. So yeah, it's fine." You, yeah, you need to bring your laptop to work. Well, that's the thing too. You know, I could. This is the problem. Like, I would have a problem at work with not doing anything at work if I brought my laptop. <laughs> Because on a government computer, you can't get on Google Drive. Because they don't, it's a security issue. Because I could technically be sending myself, like, government documents to use at home. Because you're not allowed to put in, like, any anything in the USB ports or anything like that. But yeah, that the, it's super secure. Hey, I totally understand. And, anyway, that, so I can't use Google Drive, which is where most of the stuff we write is at. Um... So we thought this week we, um, first of all, I want to do some shout outs to some um, listeners. We have like thousands of listens. Um, yeah, give or, take. give or take. As of right now, according to Buzzsprout, which is ho- which hosts our podcast. Whatever it is, to multiply it by about five. Oh, okay. It'd be like a thousand, it'd be like 1,100. Okay. So we're getting there. Yeah. So thank you for listening. I'm going to do a shout out to... Tony, I'm not using any last words. Nope. Shout out to Tony. He Thanks. gave us a lot of great feedback. Yeah. Shout out to Erica. Tons of great feedback from Erica. And uh, shout out to Ian. As yeah. Well. Ian, my man. You're the Coming man. Coming through, Ian. He, he really was trying to listen to this. And a customer, too, and he gave me a shout out. A nice yeah. shout out on my business this week. So. That's true. Shout out to them. We uh, actually had some questions and um, one very nice constructive criticism, or not criticism, idea I got from Tony. He said, "It's 
he liked everything going on. He's like, I don't know anything about comic books, but you guys make me want to know stuff about comic books. He goes, the only comic books I ever own is the entire Creature series, but no other comic books than that. So he goes, it would be awesome if you guys could talk about some, um, like, newbie, how to get into comics or where to get in or some things to read. So we'll do that in a little bit. Yep. First, since we had um, not a lot necessarily on the docket today, we have our first podcast guest very first guest yes welcome so so we'll uh i'll do a a, an intro here we go our guest uh we got today um comes to us from the (laughs) booming metropolis try to not do that (laughs) (laughs) comes to us from our hometown so um uh been friends for a long time um one of my best friends Came on the podcast today. He's also into this culture of comic books, superheroes, yes, nerd world. Yes, I am. So I think we, uh, yeah, we we've definitely bonded over that. So with no further ado, we have uh, the dude, the dude. Hello, Andy Beers, with us today. I can say your last name. You're on the podcast. Yeah, you're on the podcast. You said no last name. We usually don't refer to anybody that we know oh, with just last checking. names. Just checking. But, uh, but now that you're on the podcast. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm uh, excited to be here. I'm... So from the beginning, you've you've said uh, uh, you've been very supportive of the podcast. You yeah. said, uh, like right away, you're like, when can I be a guest? <laughs> you know what I think is great is that you're our only Apple iTunes review right now. And oh, I love yeah. it. Uh, you know. <laughs> Gotta, uh, I gotta help you out there where I can. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think you were gonna make uh, make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> that you and about everyone else and myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, proud to be yeah we we did make it. We made it to uh, episode four. We're going strong. I don't we see are. this waning anytime soon. We seem to have uh, figured out how we can make it happen on a weekly basis. We'll have a little hiatus here for Christmas, so we'll be yeah. two weeks before uh, our next show. Yeah. But probably. That seems reasonable. But it's really fun. I mean, this is really fun. I'm glad you could be a part of it. Well, thank you guys for having me. So, um, I thought maybe we could ask... Now, you're into comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, you're into comic book movies. Mm-hmm. The nerd subculture. Oh, yeah. This anime. is something I didn't... I mean, I've known you for a long time, but it was probably later on before I realized that we had these common interests, mm-hmm. so... Tell besides us about, farming, yeah. Besides yeah. farming and growing up together and mm-hmm. just being friends in general, I it was kind of later on before we uh, realized we shared the same interests as mm-hmm. far as that goes. So, tell us a little bit about how you got into all of that. Uh, well, I grew up as a Star Wars kid. You know, in, in my generation, Star Wars, Star Wars was king. And uh, my my brother got me uh, Dark Empire, which was a graphic novel, and that's kind of how I started in, into it. And I got into Civil War and all, all the major ones. And then when Marvel came out with Iron Man in 08 or... Was 09, it, I think. Was it 09? Yeah, I think so. The first um, movie? Yeah. yeah oh, no, was it that late? It was 08 because it's been 10 years. Oh, okay. Which And, and that's when uh, really my history came out with all the stuff I knew. I mean, my older brother also got me uh, Dark Knight Returns by Seth MacFarlane, oh, yeah. which was it's a classic. I mean, and then, uh, eight, but just by anything by Seth MacFarlane was classic, in my opinion. But uh, that's kind of how I got into it. Just those 2008, stuff. you're right. 
Man. And it blew my mind the first time Chris told me, he's like, oh, dude's going to go. I don't, I don't remember what movie we were going to. We were going to a movie. But you're like, oh, dude's going to go. I was like, he is? Because I would have never guessed that oh, you would have yeah, been into any of this stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, he loves comics. loves everything about him. I said, no kidding. I, did, I really didn't know. blew my mind. But it makes sense with Star Wars being such a big thing. Yeah. Uh, like in your in your mm-hmm. day and age, especially like that was the only. And I thing. think that's probably like ultimately where I kind of got into. I mean, that was an entryway to a lot of it for me. Was well, Star you get Wars. into the whole yeah. Star Wars universe where you know when Disney took over, they got rid of now what they call as Legends. I mean, I I have multiple multiple of the of the paperback copies of of all their books that they put out there because pretty much if you were a fan and you put it out, it was yeah there more. was. A was great it? book. Are you talking about the books? Uh, the books. Yeah. There was a great book series by Timothy. I don't know how you pronounce it, but Zahn or Timothy Zahn. Zahn. He's it was the Heir to the Empire yeah, series. I, I have one uh, of the best. Heir to the Empire, uh, the Courtship of Princess Slayer. I think is one of them. I have all those, and I've read them, and that's how I got into the comic book culture and having all that. And I think that's a that's a good point too because it's like a comic book culture. But that encompasses so much more than just comic books. Yeah. You know, you can like the movies and consider yourself part of the comic book culture. You can like Star Wars and consider yourself kind of... I guess a better word for it would be like geek culture maybe. I think that's what Star Wars set up for us is that Star Wars came out as a movie but then also came out as comic books later in years. And people were associated with both of them, or or the books in general came out, and people loved the books, but they loved the movies. Now we're getting comic book movies, even though you know comic books out were out before, and you have people associated with both. You've got people that love the movies, you've got people that love the written stuff, and it ties everything together. I mean, even if you weren't a Star Wars kid, every kid picked up a stick or a broom yeah. handle and had a lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, I mean did the... Or a laser thing. sword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the off-brand market. But in the new, in the newest, uh, in uh, what was the newest Star Wars that came out? I can't remember. Um, uh, the, uh, Return of the Jedi? No, in The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Last Jedi, that's right. He, wait, wait, Mark wait. Hamill actually says laser, laser sword. Yes, well, he does. Kevin Smith talks about it all the time. He's like, I never thought I'd ever hear laser sword in a movie because it was always the off-brand right. well, of it was what a, a lightsaber it, it was. It was Mark Hamill making fun of himself slash yeah. Star Wars yeah. because of what... Yeah. I didn't, I didn't care like, for what it. am I going to take on the whole resistance with a oh, laser sword? I'm actually sword? very surprised they got Mark <laughs> Hamill to come back. I mean, they must have taken a dump truck of money and... I'm not. Oh, show. come on. Oh, yeah. He would have came back no matter what. I, 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 so. I really he probably would have done it for free. It's his legacy. It's his life. No, maybe really, he, I know he didn't look, like the script, but uh, if you go back and look at the early nineties oh, uh, interviews of Mark Hamill, and he he was not a fan of it. There, if now you we go, can. oh sorry, was that about? No, I'm just. But in in Harrison Ford stuff. was he was he did he had said multiple times that he was not coming back to do a hair to do a uh, Han Solo appearance. Yeah, he, he said he was done. Well, but he did, and he got killed by his kid. Spoilers. They probably paid and, and, him, and, and he was happy about they that. Probably paid he was him happy they killed him off. Oh, I'm sure he was. They probably paid him 100 grand to say that just for the hype. <laughs> He's kind of a grumpy dude. Yeah. I mean, if I crash as many planes as that dude did, I'd yeah. be kind of grumpy too. He uh, didn't he like save somebody's life, like run into a burning building and save somebody. 
Or was Pro- that a different? Probably. He's done everything. So, anyway, I, uh, yeah, that's kind of the same way. I would say the same thing. Star Wars, from an early age, that was my, I'm, I'm staying home, I'm faking being sick from school, I'm going to watch every yeah. Star Wars movie right. over and over again on VHS. And But, you know, I, I was into comics too early, and the, the cartoons from the 90s were a big deal. Well, that, I, that's I think, what got me into comics. Well, I think the, the uh, big thing for me was... Uh, Batman, the '90s Batman, Jack Nicholson, Joker. Oh, oh the, yeah, the '89 Batman. '89, so '89, '89. Well, Batman, yeah, and Batman Returns was I think '91. Yeah. He actually kills the guy. I know. I know. Nobody ever talks about that, but he does kill the guy. He kills in '89 Batman too. He blows a building yeah, up or something. Yeah, you're right. But it's Batman. That's why we all love Batman. I mean, he is my. But favorite. it was the first it, ever incarnation of Batman, like on the big it, screen, right? Like into big, where like uh, serious take on him. Well, uh, and and that's where that, that that's what got me hooked was that was Batman. that was a big deal. I don't know if you really remember. Well, when eighty nine Batman came out, I don't remember when it came out, but I mean, I I watched those movies constantly. I remembered the Batman Returns more because I was a little older. Yeah, well, see, that, I was only in eighty nine. I was two. So yeah, so no, I I, I would have been you know six or something. Yeah, but it was like the hype. The product placement. I remember it. It was on every McDonald's cup. Uh, that, that's everything. what I remember. I do remember who, McDonald's who running like serious ads. Uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. He yeah. based that off The Dark Knight Returns, which is my... Oh, not very first. well then. No. <laughs> well, no. If, if, well, if you look at the graphic side of it... That, you you mean the look, style or the, the style dark, yeah. and the tall buildings, the, the, the gothic yeah. you know, part of it. it, it that's what he based it on. I, I love those movies. I... I really do, and I think the reason I love them so much is just because of the part they played in my childhood. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you look back on it, and I think like that's even though, I mean, they aren't really to what the comic books are. They're no, kinda, no, no, no. you know, it doesn't really follow the same format. I just, it was my first like take of you Batman say that on over a big, the animated series. That's where I was going next. How about the animated no, series? That, no. Oh my god. It's widely known that I say the the animated series is by far my favorite thing of, of Batman. I, I will I will to this day, but movie wise, like on big screen movie wise, I would say Batman and Batman Returns are kind of my favorite. See, I like just no. because of the nostalgic thing. I mean, okay, the Dark Knight as a kid, is obviously the you, best movie. You love it because we were kids. That's now, why. The animated series is, is still, I mean, it won Emmys, and it's still great to watch now. Yeah. Because it's, it's drawn on black paper. Yeah. But if you go back and watch the 89 Batman and Batman Returns, it's corny as yeah. hell. Oh, it for it's, sure. It's so corny. For sure. That's they're why still, I posted that thing about the best. They're still Christmas enjoyable movie. to watch, though. It, they are. They are. I mean... Um, Forever is enjoyable to watch. Batman Returns is a tough one. Or uh, not Batman Returns. No, uh, Batman, Batman Forever. Forever. No, that's a good one. Batman and Robin. Val Kilmer as, as Bruce Wayne. I thought he was a great. I thought he was a great Batman. I, I did too. Batman and Robin with Mister Freeze yeah, and, and George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was horrible. Not good. Horrible. Was yeah. that the one with Bane? Yeah, that was one with Bane. Yep. And, uh, Uma Thurman was good in that. Uma Thurman's a very good uh, Poison Ivy. But who directed that? Arnold, uh, Arnold it was Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. He also did yeah. Batman he did Forever. All yes. those yeah. Schumacher movies. He did three of them, didn't he? What was the he other did one? Two. That's it. It was only Batman, uh, Batman and Robin. Batman Forever. And Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. And there was another one. No, there wasn't. There, then there was hiatus to the Dark Knight series. No, there's got to be three of them because there nope. was one with uh, the Riddler. Obviously, yeah, but the Riddler and, and Two Face were in the same movie. That was Forever. Oh, they were. 
It was Jim Carrey and yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Uh, Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Thank you. There was a proposal for a yeah. fifth film, Batman Damn. Unchained. Then there was a Batman Dark Knight that was scheduled and a Robin spinoff. None mm-hmm. of them were made. Wow. There was a proposal for Batman Year One. Fantastic oh. graphic novel, by the way. We'll yes. talk about that. One of the best. We'll talk about that. Let's circle while. around and start. Let's start going that way. We can go there. Yeah. Let's, let's go. So there. that that came out because uh, Tony was the one that had mentioned. He said um, he it was he loves he, he likes how we talk about comics. He's only got the Preacher series. He wanted some more ideas for entry level comic books. So I uh, mentioned to. I, I have a question. How did he? Just get the preacher. I mean, did he see the show? Probably, then, I would assume. I've never read those comics. Either have I, because I, mean, I, I hear they're phenomenal. So yeah. I read the comics so back when I was in college. To be honest, I didn't even really remember them. I remember liking it, but I didn't really remember all that much about it um, until that show came out. I mean, it's an awesome show. I mean, and it, it, the sh- I watched the, the first season. I didn't. Uh, I didn't follow that. If, if the graphic novels, you know, even half what the show is. I mean, uh, I did like the first season though. I just. Yeah. I, I feel like the problem is in today's day and age is that there's just so there's many so different much. shows and oh. so much content out there. I have a hard time like figuring out what I need to be following. You know, like I watch a season here and then a new thing starts over here and it's like, Oh, this is shiny. Let me watch that. And I forget <laughs> to come back yeah. and record this series and it's just there's just so much content I can't I can't hang on to it anymore. And then the the whole Netflix Marvel stuff came out and then that overtook my whole world. Yeah. So. That's over with. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, yeah. Well, that's done now. Good point. So, yeah, I thought, yeah, we can come up. I told Jerry, come up with your top ten. Did oh, you was do it ten? Was see. it ten? You, you, well, I, you, whatever. You I did this. ten. You don't have to do ten. I, I have a couple. Okay. I technically, yeah, I've got plenty. I'm going to do, we'll do top the top ten. Um, and not necessarily, mine are in order, but yours guys don't have to be in order. If you don't have one, that's fine. We could just talk about the ones that. Just, oh, I've, I've got top that. ten of, uh. Entry level, if you don't know anything about comic books and you're interested in picking something up, these are my some of our recommendations. This this was done pretty quickly. I could probably, if I sat down and thought about it for a couple more hours, change these around or come up with more ones. And then I actually just went through my my entire bookcase of trade paperbacks to kind of spur my memory on some of them. But that would be my recommendation. If you want to check out a comics, get a trade paperback. Um, don't go with single issues. Don't mess with single issues. Don't you don't have to go to a comic book store. Go on Amazon, find one of these. Buy the trade paperback. A trade paperback is a collection of four to five individual issues, Agreed. bound into a book. Yes, and they're about nine, ten bucks for brand new. You can sometimes buy them used for yeah, two or I mean, three bucks, and that is a lot. It's following single issues, honestly, I'm a comic book fan. I buy and collect single issues, and that's not even how I read comic books. So, it's just too much work. It is. It's, I mean, that's the original way that they're put out. You know, one a month. But, usually, one a month, or one every other month, or whatever. The most you'll really see is 12 issues in a year. Right. That's why, if you see something new that came out, wait a year, and then start buying the trades. Yes, that's Now, you do Comicology a little more than me. I do do, do, so Comicsology is on, is all digital, uh, comic books so it's online you can buy them uh you own them just like if you were to buy you know uh, some any kind of digital format of a movie movie. on yeah or whatever you own these books they're on your account you have them forever 
you can archive them or whatever. But um, I like it. I, I like it a lot. I, it looks really good on an iPad. It does. It looks phenomenal on an iPad. It looks phenomenal on a, on a laptop. The nice thing about computer. digital, I will say, is you can. They have a viewing mode. Yep. Where it like almost animates it. It's like a page. It's called the. It's like uh, panel by panel. Or guided something. view. Guided view. Yeah. So it's basically like panel by panel. And it just kind of scrolls, so it gives you just kind of a feeling of action. Yeah. Um, that's a really cool way to read them. But I just, I don't really have an iPad or a device. I don't like, I just have my phone. Yeah. And I don't really like looking at them on a phone. I just prefer to have a trade paperback, physical copy in hand. You get the nice color, and I, like, I just like that. Yeah, I, so, um, are we going to go by number number one? Yeah, we'll start at ten. Oh we'll my. start at ten. You're... you're... That's harsh. Okay. Start at 10. Or, or do you want to go blank by DC, Marvel? No. Or no. Just, just we do... can break it down later, too. We can do different yeah. things. Right. I'm going to do got, overall top 10. I've got a whole segment of... So do I have two. Certain, I have a whole superhero I mean, segment. Well, here's the, thing. here's the first thing. Me and Jerry are Batman fans. Yeah. So, like, huge That's my Batman whole segment. <laughs> so, I did... Here's what I did. I did top 10 okay. of my general list, and then I did top 10 of superhero. Oh, I didn't do that. But oh, you don't know. have to, but I just I'm figured going to. it was extra content. But okay. the difference is because I don't know that necessarily a lot of the superhero stuff is entry level for somebody that's like not necessarily a comic book fan or True. is interested in superheroes. There's a lot of comic books that have nothing to do with superheroes. Yeah. The, oh, I didn't go that far. I went, yep. uh, And that's it, fine. But, but you are correct, Chris. There are a lot of, there are a lot of good reads out there. For people that are I guess I didn't necessarily go with certain I didn't take it as like entry level. I took it as these are good books that even new newcomers yeah, will fine. enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't and most of them you don't really need. So but, without so, further ado. Yeah, my number ten. Okay. So my number ten was Invincible. Oh. By Robert Kirkman. Interesting. I, I like that book a lot. Uh, I haven't actually finished the whole run. Oh God, I'm not. I've, I've maybe got the first fifty issues I read. Maybe ah, I don't know about that I, much. Even I might be that far. I, I don't know. Um, a superhero comic, kind of. It is kind of a superhero comic. I, I just really enjoy it. It's different. Um, it's got a sci-fi aspect to it. Yeah, there's a lot of sci-fi to it. I think, and I, I super. I thought it was super enjoyable because you do get the. You do get the, somewhat of a superhero vibe to it, but it's like definitely in, more adult in tone, and it's like indie though too. Yes. It's like yep. it's it's just different in that way. There's and a I movie, really, an option for a movie, I mean, and a TV really? series. I I knew what? the TV series. I think I didn't an know AMC the AMC TV series. And then oh, um, yeah, that's my that's my number ten. You don't have ten, right? What do you got? Top five or top uh, three? I I I have over. We can 10. wait for you. I I'll, I'll go last whenever you guys want me to go. Okay. I I just did my top ten ones that I own. I have read that Perfect. people would want to read if they have yeah. basic knowledge of the character. Okay. Do Which, your do one do one do one. Oh, oh, Dark Knight Returns. Okay. From Frank DC. Miller. Frank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solid book. That's that is incredible. Hey, Maybe. It's it's like it's, the quintessential. Yeah, Batman. Batman. It's fifteen years later. Batman has he's done. He he's, he's hung up his cape. Yeah, he's an old, old old man. He's old. He is an old man, and he comes back to save Gotham. And uh, it's, it's some it, of the best uh, like panels well, in comics. I yes. think are in that book because of when you see him with his uh, with his suit off, and he's so beat up and scarred up. And abused yes. and old. He's old, and it's I mean, like 
It's like this dude's lived a life I mean, that I mean, nobody Batman, can even compare to. Bruce Wayne's been 39 in the comics for 40 Ever. years, yeah. I mean, 50 years. But uh, and this takes another spin on it where he's old and where he... Oh, and he, he's Some great. of the best writing. There's a scene when he's in it's that, just, in the, like in the water, no, and yeah. he's the, talking about all the different bones and the ways to, yeah. to break, break the them. human body. Yes. And he's cra- as he's talking about, he's just cracking, cracking and breaking yes. these people. <laughs> it's a great read. It is. Kevin Smith so, talks about that. So a lot too. there's um, for entry level, uh, it's also on my list. You'll see where it comes on my list, but. Okay, it might not score as high on an entry level read list as it will on all time greatest comic books list, where it would be very high, if not right, one of the best comic books ever made. Yes, and it's available in a trade paperback form. Yep, everybody should own that book. I think it's on the list of top one hundred fiction books of the last century. Really, all of literature. Holy crap! Well, and and the other you know that shows that. That shows you about the writing right there. I mean, the well, and just... the second half to go with that is the Dark Knight Strikes Again, which is the second half that goes along with that book. And Nightfall, I think Nightfall's in there too. Right? No, it's not no, really. Nightfall, Nightfall is not... where a baby Nightfall... breaks Batman's back. Yeah, I know. I that's, thought that was that's, in there. That is on my list. Okay, but they have to go with the uh, Dark Knight Strikes Again. Is they yeah. actually had to postpone it because Batman drives the Batmobile in a distant future into a building. Which coincided oh. with nine eleven, so they had to postpone oh. all that. So yeah, the Dark Knight um, Strikes Again came back a lot later than Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Which, Returns I, I, was in the eighties. Yes. Strikes Again was in the two thousands, I believe. It was right after. And it's a much thicker book, by the way. Strikes Again is two to three times as thick as Dark mm-hmm. Knight Returns. Also, a good story. Um, gets a little bit of flat sometimes, but I think that's just because it's got such big to yeah. measure up to. I'll do my number ten. Go ahead. The Walking Dead. Another Robert Kirkman. Ooh, another Robert Kirkman. I'm um, twice. I'm neither here nor there. I'm not a huge Walking Dead comic fan, um, but as it, for an entry level reader mm-hmm. looking for a way to break in, it's something that's not superhero related, that is adult themed, and this TV show obviously is right. the biggest hit of all time. So it's a great show. It's a great show, and. Um, the comics are great too. Yeah. So, but it just takes a little of diving in. You got to kind of stick with them a little bit. But they really no suck really, you in. I don't think there's a really a hardback, quintessential, you know, three or four. So in the Walking Dead ones, you can either buy the individual trades, but they sell what's called the compendiums. So Walking Dead Compendium One, which I have, is the first hundred issues collected. It's thick. You know, it's it's like three inches thick. Um. And then there's Compendium Two, Compendium Three. They, I think they're. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't read literally any of The Walking Dead. I'm not a huge, um, like, uh, zombie fan. But what? Nothing in here. Refrigerator. I unplugged the refrigerator. Well, it's running. Um, I'm not a huge Walking Walking Dead fan. I I loved the TV series, but I kind of lost interest after a while. But. I definitely see the hype in it. I definitely oh, yeah. see why people it's, love it. I think mm-hmm. it is a phenomenal book. Mm-hmm. Um, I again, I'm just you know, and th- this is this is what's great about comics. This is what's great about the industry in general is that there's so many different things, so many different types of uh, of stories that people are into. That even if you don't like zombies, you can appreciate what it is. But there's a whole different set of books that the same guy wrote. Like Robert Kirkman, Kirkman wrote a whole different set of book, like called Invincible, that has to do with, 
superheroes and sci-fi and stuff like that when it doesn't have to do with zombies. That's what I think is great about comics. The same dude created both of these things and that he are touching is on. amazing in general, his story. Yeah. And yes. listen to him on Smodcast yeah. right now. This is the second time we've brought this up in this in this Super podcast, inspirational. But it is a completely inspirational story about this dude on how he wrote comic from books. From Kentucky? From, from Kentucky that came from working in a hardware store to now owning Image Comics and having a, like a billion dollar asset. Yeah, you know, like everything, everything fell in the right place for that guy, and and it's all because he just loved to write comic books. Yeah, so pretty soon you're gonna see me and Chris living yes. that dream, working with Robert Kirkman. Right, That's probably we'll probably own Image with him. <laughs> all right, what do you got for number nine? So number nine, I've got East of West. East of West. Oh, so interesting. it's kind of an in depth book. It came out like in like 2012 or 13 something it's it's been out for a while and it's a long it's it's got a lot of issues to it so i guess i don't know if it's necessarily uh like newcomer but the the good thing about this book is that it's the story is something everybody could enjoy so it goes it follows like the four horsemen of the apocalypse and it's in the united states and it's about them trying to like fix it basically okay. or, or like live in it i've actually never read it and seen i love it it's I, a jonathan hickman it's a jonathan hickman who's book. an amazing author it. of yes, both comics is. and novels right? yeah yep yeah. and um, tv and screenwriter yes yeah, we'll probably have him as a guest soon i'm yeah. sure um i'll reach out to him <laughs> but that's been a very popular book for a long time i it just is. haven't personally gotten run. to it yet i love it it's like western it's apocalypse it it's is a got, western yeah but it's got everything in between i mean it's almost, it kind of reminds me of, of like of a saga feel to, of it too, but in a Western format in the United States and they're riding, they're like cowboys basically, but they're four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, so, I definitely one that's on I, my list to check out. I don't want to, there's just so many things to talk Science about Science fiction that Western set in a dystopian yeah. version of the United States. Yeah. Whose fate rests with the four, four horsemen, horsemen of the apocalypse. You, that you, sounds pretty amazing. I mean, it's pretty you incredible. Me intrigued right and, now, so, and the, will, uh, if you look at the nine. book covers, I'm, I'm gonna look that up. And it's if cool. you look at the book covers, it's so, um, it's how do I explain it? It's so like simple. It's got great art. It's got mm-hmm. it's it's very simple. Every book cover is very simple, but man, the art is amazing. The story is awesome. It's it's one of my favorites. And again, it's another series I haven't finished because it's just so long. But it's a that but, would be I would agree. I, I haven't read it, but just reading about it, I think that would be a great entry. For I, I think so because it's separate from a lot of his stuff. It doesn't tie into anything else but its own story. Right. You know what I mean? What do you got? Number nine, or you got anything? Uh, I'm gonna go for a number nine just for like an entry reader. I'm gonna go with Dark Empire and Star Wars. It takes place directly after the events of uh, Return of the Jedi. So it, it's right there, and it, it kind of takes you what happens with Luke and Leia and Han and, and everybody. I've and not it's read actually, that. It's actually a three, three. It's, it's a trilogy. Three books. Three books. It's it's good. I'll have to check that one out. That I love Star Wars books. So is that in canon now or not? I don't know. Okay. I, that's what I, I. I am doubting it after what just came out. It's two thousand and ten. Oh, that's a collection. Never yeah, mind. I I am. It's probably Legends. Okay. I'm positive it's like Well, that's fine. But it's still a good read. It's a beautiful book. It takes Six you... years after the fall of the Empire and Return of the Jedi. Six years after the fall of the Empire. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Alright. Isn't there a video game based on that? No, there's not. Shadows of the Empire? Wasn't that a video that game? Is Shadows it of was, the yes. Yeah. Shadow, Shadows of the Empire was a good good flick. Luke takes a uh, very dark turn in this book. Nice. So, yeah. It's good. It's a good read. My number nine is Lazarus. Ooh, um, la- oh, I completely oh, yeah. forgot about Lazarus. That is Greg Rucka. Right? I'll let you take this. I told you about this book. Um, yes, actually, I had never heard of it. Jerry's phenomenal. the one who pointed it out to me. Did you find that because you're a Greg Rucka fan, or where did you come across I, that? I listened to Greg Rucka on a podcast. Okay, um, and Greg Rucka is more of a novel writer yep. than a comic writer. And he was on the, the writer's podcast. He was talking about Lazarus, and it intrigued me, so I looked it up, and I've got it all on Comixology. Um, and that's that's where I started reading it, and it's, gosh, it's such a good story and a good Good. If I had to summarize it, I would say it's a little like Into the Badlands, the show on uh, AMC. It is. Where there's like, and it's kind of a dystopian future, and there's like kind of like families, and then they have like elite guards. That's so, and they're called Lazaruses. And yeah. then the whole idea is that the world basically like disintegrated, and there is no real government anymore. There's just these families. It's almost like uh, Game of Thrones in a way. Kind of. Yes. Certain, there's certain families Very that much. own certain parts of the world as you know it so it's it's like the like, you know a certain family owns part of the u.s and canada and stuff like that and all of these families are kind of fighting for for the right to rule the world basically and uh, they each have a lazarus greg rucka has been a huge batman writer mm-hmm. i think he yeah. wrote the novel um oh what was it called it's a batman book novel that i have that's fantastic and it's set after um, all exits from Gotham City have been destroyed and Gotham City's on ruins and that it gets uh, split into gangs into run by each uh, No. No, what is it called? Uh, some dead air while I look it up because yeah. it's so good. So what, uh, what number is No that? Man's Land. That's it. Oh, No Man's, no Land. Man's Land. It was a yeah. comic book and it was a written novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so No Man's Land's yes. great. But he's wrote other uh, great stuff too. So that's definitely... But anyway, Lazarus, I think that's a good entry for people. I Gosh, haven't. I've only I read for, maybe the first three trades of it, to be honest. But I, I've read all. I'm up to date on it. Um, I that's one of the books that I actually read almost on a monthly basis. Okay. Um, because I just I I forgot about it for a little while, and then I got back on Comicsology, and I had like 14 issues, and I read it all in a couple of days, and now I'm I'm caught up just because it's good. Yeah. Like. The dude can write, man. He can write a really good story. Every single issue. Great podcast interviews with him too out there. I don't remember on where there, there are. I don't there, know if it was Nerdist Comic Panel or no. I think it's Nerdist Writers Panel. Okay. It might be Comics Panel earlier in, but I know the Greg Rucka one is. Uh, is he wrote it? Punisher Warzone. I didn't know that. The movie? No, the comic series. The yeah, the comic what? series. Wasn't that the second movie? He wrote a lot of Star Wars too. Books. That was the second movie. It was. Yeah, the second yeah, movie that didn't tie in with Thomas first. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the first one was awesome. He also wor- wrote a lot of uh, Star Wars. He wrote Shattered Empire. That's actually okay. number two on my Star Wars list here. Okay. So, uh, Jerry, number eight, if you got one. Um, I do, and you're not going to like it, Chris. Okay. Uh-oh. It's Sandman. Oh, okay, there you go. Neil uh, Gaiman. Neil Gaiman is my Possibly is my one of my man. favorite authors, although I'm not a huge Sandman fan. I'm going to say he is. And here's the thing. Here's another preface. I'm, I'm a little out of it. Well, I'm going to preface this I'm again. Gonna, I'll preface my statement by saying I haven't read a lot of it. 
I've read the first trade or Me two. Me too. That's all. That's all I've read. That's all I've read because you have the other like two or three trades uh, here. Your that microphone I've... is sitting on okay. it right there. So <laughs> this is what I need to take home when we that's leave. That's just a coincidence, and purely. Don't, and don't uh, don't let me forget it. But I got to take those home. All honestly, all I've read is the very first trade, and I fell in love with it. And uh, the the a big reason why I fell in love with it though is that I've read a lot of Neil Gaiman books. Yes, his novels, unbelievable, are writer. phenomenal. He's probably written one. Maybe one of my favorite books of all time, American Gods. American Gods, yeah. Which is now a series on Showtime. That is fantastic. Stars, stars, maybe. Stars. 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 It is awesome. And it's a weird book. It's a weird show. Yeah, it's 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 great. Neil Gaiman also wrote Coraline, right? Yeah, he wrote Coraline. Um, He's written a ton. I mean, it's an unbelievable amount of stuff that he's written. But Sam Adams, comic-wise, was huge. There's another book called Neverwhere. I keep telling you about it. And man, it's such a good book. Neverwhere. It's a really quick read. It's not a very thick book, but uh, the story's amazing. So the characters in Sandman, there's like death. Yeah, and the Sandman's like, what's it? What is his? They're like. So um, Sandman controls your dreams, obviously, but. It's not like Freddy Krueger controls your dreams. He like can control y- you when you're asleep. Yeah, but something like more. He can like go through you you to other people. And um, I again, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure because I've only read the first trade, so I've got so much more to go. But the reviews I've read, and I read a lot of stuff on Reddit about it. Um, they talk about like the the fifth and sixth. Uh, volume or collected trade uh is their favorite and like the the fourth is some people's favorites the sixth is other people's favorites but death is a huge character lucifer is a character yeah lucifer is a character yeah. there's just so many Jordan. different characters that have have like went on and done their own things too and yeah. um it just it amazes me and on the there world was a whole that this second guy sandman created. series that started about three or four years ago yeah i don't remember what it's called but um all of it has a huge cult following that I think a lot of people could get into. Um, I, I agree. That's a good. I think good it's. One. I think it's a really good book for people to. If you want to get into a continuing series that you know has a huge story to it, cannot believe that hasn't been made into a TV show. I know. Must, must be too expensive to make. Probably. <laughs> the character Death though has been used in other things. Like, well. So the whole thing, like Thanos, is in, is in love with in death. love with death, right? And it's like the Neil Gaiman death. Oh, it's the same. It's the same character. Okay, because uh, Sandman was a Vertigo title. Did you say Thanos yeah. is in love with death? Yeah, yeah. He's obsessed with in the, well, comics. In the comics. That's in the why. Movie. Well, that I knew. I, well, that's why he's gonna. Deadpool was actually married to to death, death. for a while. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's why I'm saying all of these characters. Well, death in general has been used in a lot of different things, and. Um, but that's why Thanos was going to like destroy half the world originally is because he was trying to impress Death because Death would like that, but really she didn't. And, right. Uh, and it ended up like like destroying Thanos because of what he did because he was just trying to impress a woman. But, right. Anyway. All right. All right, dude. You got number eight. I mean, number eight. Is that uh, where we're at? Eight, yeah. Eight. I'm going to go with... Uh... No, it would have been seven, right? Because I did ten, nine, eight. I think we're oh, just kind of jumping eight, around. Eight. Are we right. still on a ranking? Where you're you don't have like, to rank if you don't want. I'm, you know, I'm going to go with a good read for people who are just getting in here, and, and that's The Death and Return of Superman. Oh, I've never read it. Oh, I played true. the video game, Death oh. of Superman. 
in like the nineties. It, it's 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 a really classic comic book. I mean, it, it, you know, uh, we've all heard. If you're into comic books, you've heard of Doomsday. Yeah, it's there. It's good. Uh, I I've, I've actually I mean I've read summaries of it. Mm. I've never read it, really any Superman. I've never been a huge Superman I, I'm, fan. I'm not a big. I haven't either. Th- that is literally the only Superman I have read. Be- for the simple fact is, I grew up with Christopher Reeves. Yep. And Superman, and when this came out, I was like, "How how does he die?" Yeah. And after that, I mean, because yeah, that might book. be the big like first like major character death. I don't know if it is or not, but I'm just yeah. saying that was a big deal. That was uh, who wrote that? Um, I don't remember. But, I mean, if you're a Batman guy like me and Jerry, I mean, Superman is the Boy Scout and, you know, Batman's the badass. What's another, um, Grant Morrison's Superman was a big deal. Was that All-Star Superman? Yes, that's yes. that's also on my list. Okay, <laughs> I won't say anything. <laughs> okay, me. my number eight is um, The Killing Joke. Uh, it's probably on your some of your lists that, as well. That, that's higher up than on the um, it's That movie. is a uh, Alan Moore, Alan Moore, right? Jerry? Oh, yeah. Alan Moore, um, it's a one-shot story, yes, which is. is why I love it, and that's great for an entry reader, because there's no continuing nope. storyline nope. at all. It, you can go buy the hardcover on Amazon for $9. I, my brother gave that to me, my older brother gave it to me as a Christmas present, and I treasure that book. Yeah. Because, one, it's it's a classic Batman. I mean, it's classically drawn, Joker's classically drawn, and at the end of that book you really have to think of what happens it's, yeah it's the true. ending I'm, I'm is not, the best i'm not going to spoil it for any of the readers but if there's one book you get out of this podcast buy that or because it is so standalone it's so it's, easy to read and then watch the movie the movie is <laughs> well, i'll tell you what i will tell you guys this let's get through our lists and that, we'll talk about a... dc animation versus marvel movies okay Cause oh, that's a good that, idea. Because uh, we I like go, that. Yeah, because they're they're each, they're both light years out of each other. All right, Jerry, you got number seven. Did you did you do seven? Yeah, the killing joke was yeah. eight for me. So you're oh, right. okay. That, that, I'm sorry. That, that needs to be louder. I'm sorry, I'm not paying attention. Uh, let's see. So seven for me. Now this again is a separation from a character from his normal stuff. So it's called Old Man Logan. Oh, oh so, yes. fantastic. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Old Man Logan, so it's it's following Wolverine. I was on my long list, didn't make it in my top ten. So it's it's following Wolverine later in his lifetime after he's outlived every other superhero on the planet, and everybody's dying off, and he... So the original story was just a one-shot like graphic novel, and then a couple of years later, uh, Bendis started doing... Brian Michael Bendis started doing an actual run of the... Of the book, but that original book that I read just sold me. Out get of that one shot book, that trade, read that, and you'll, it will leave you wanting so much more. Right. And then you'll be amazed to learn there is more. There, but is there wasn't more. when I first read it. Yeah, well, I know. Which, which is good. That, that, that comic book plays into the last uh, Hugh Jackman. It, it basically movie. was. So that, that, that yeah, it basically. Well, but so they the, leave a lot out. That's the first yeah. book was called Old Man Logan, and then the tri- the the. The single issues that were coming out after that were just called Logan. Yeah, because the movie had come out. Right, yeah. because the movie had came out and it kind of tied into that. But, but Old Man Logan is that, the very Logan, first one. Logan, the movie, is based off of Old Man yeah, Logan, correct. the comic. Correct. If you, if you love Hugh Jackman and you love Wolverine, read Old They Man don't Man. have all the uh, mutated Hulk fans. They don't have the... Which and is that's, great. I think, yeah. what is the best part that's of it. That's the best part <laughs> yes. of it. Like that, Hillbilly Hulk. They're like Hillbilly <laughs> Hulks inside this comic book and it's just phenomenal. I think if... 
if you want a standalone book to read, and they and you, also don't and have you like the character of Wolverine, uh, Hawkeye is no, in the he's movie, not. and that's one of the best parts yep. of the book. It's all of it's really good. Old Man Logan, check it out. I yep. agree. I agree. All right, you're at number seven. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah, that's yeah. a classic, man. It is a classic. It is yeah. Yeah. big time. And I, what yeah. I love about that, and you can I think probably buy that as a standalone trade. I would imagine. Is it? F- it's I, not many issues. It's five. Is it? If I'm not mistaken. It's five. Now I think there were some surrounding issues that yes. weren't necessarily part of the. They do that a lot in comics where. Like the direct story might be these issues, but there'll be other books, other character books that are tie-ins. Yes. I don't know if they did that or not, but I'm just saying, I'm guessing they did. Right. Marvel has so many offshoots of offshoots of offshoots of offshoots. And, but it, 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 if you're a first-time reader or somebody wanting to get into comic books... Well, especially then, with the movies out right now. Exactly. That's why that's, it's on my list. I mean, that's why it's it, prime it, time to actually get into this stuff, because you've got these you've got something to look forward to after you read the book. Yeah, I mean and exactly. it doesn't it doesn't take you long to read these things. So why why I mean, not? that you can read that in an, in 20 minutes. Oh, it's a great read and gives you the background of what's going to happen. I mean, if you're the type of person that wants to go to a movie and doesn't want spoilers, don't read it. Well, but, they changed the movies enough well, though. You're, they you're did, right. but also but I think it is good to have that good to have that narrative. It's good to have something to see what's coming to excite you to want yeah. to go to it. That's why if you're a comic book person, we've all read the Marvel, we've all read the DC, we've all seen it. We want to go and see how they put it on that big screen yeah. to yeah. how it relates into our mind. Yeah, I, Kevin Smith says great things about that when he talks about um is it Batman v Superman? Yeah, probably. How oh. it's a crappy movie, but he's like, "There's parademons." Yes, which yes. I've never really gotten into that too much, but that's why he hey. wants to see it, not because. And the he relates not very good. every single one of these movies to something he remembers as a younger person. Hey, yes. you know what I mean? Or, I tell you what, or when he read the comics. And right, I'm gonna take a sidetrack here. The eight or six minutes of Batman in the warehouse that's rescuing phenomenal. Martha Kent. That is Batman that right. I want to see. That's worth I want, it. I completely agree with you. If, if you go well, back, first of all, the first read, half of that been, movie is very good. That's yeah. been the oh, argument I've had about that movie yeah. forever. Is yeah. that if you want to see like legit Batman that's in a comic book? Yes, exactly. That is it. If you right go back there. to the first of ga- if, you, if you go back to the fifties and sixties of Batman, he is a gangster. He is a hitman. He <laughs> is a person that breaks bones and beats the shit out of people yeah. to get what he wants to save one person. Uh huh. That's Batman. Yeah, yeah. That that six minutes. Yeah. If they could go, if, if DC can do one thing right, they did that. That did would that. be it. They did that. That was yeah. good. Well, I guess so the first half of that movie is pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. I, it's not a bad. Movie. I'm biased. It's better than I Justice. Like anything I, I, Batman's <laughs> in, I enjoy. And that's. I, agree. I enjoy it. I thought it was really stupid that he shot guns, but. All right, my numbers. We're in seven, right? My yeah. number seven is Did Fables. Oh, Fables. Yeah. I had it on here and I took Wasn't it off. Isn't that a uh, video game? It is, but not now. Let me see if I took it off. <laughs> okay, I did take it off because I think it's good for entry level readers because it's it's a different story. It's very very deep, oh, interesting so story, um, and it follows all your favorite fables. Yeah, so it follows all the old school fables from the past, like Little Red Riding Hood, and it's it's an incredible all, take. On but but they're in too. like modern world, and it's a detective story, and that's one of the books that I think like why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Why it's couldn't so I have written something like that? 
It is so. It's such a simple concept, but he's changed something everybody knows so well to make you love it all over again. Um, I didn't know it was, uh, who the author was actually. Bill Willingham. That was a Vertigo book, DC Vertigo. Um, <clears throat> and it's long. There's there so is a lot. Many. That book's been going on forever. I, but you honestly, can just find the I, trade number one and start at the beginning. Yeah, and I mean. Pick whatever you want. I don't think it's like a continuing story. Snow White, Rose Red, Prince Charming, the Little Red Riding Hood, yeah. um, the Wolf, you know, it, it's got all that in there, but it, a, a very adult, it's a definitely it's adult, a yes. mature adult book, but it's a gritty kind of set in the, this time um, detective kind of thing. So that's a good one. So down to six now, Jerry. Number six, I have as uh the watchman oh oh that's on my list so also. it's a big time classic it's a movie the watchman uh, is also too i think it's in the top 10 of best literature of the last century yeah, um, yeah. of all literature including novels and so what i will say is that with the watchman it is you've got to invest a little time to you it. definitely have to invest you got to get yourself into it. Yeah, you do. You got you to give yourself an hour into it. And, you this know, is it's it's sick too. Some it's a sort of book. an investment there because you've got to learn about all these characters. You got to learn about why they're doing things. Um, it's it's kind of wordy. It gets wordy, wordy at times. It's not a specific. It's not um, super visually. But but there's a lot more behind it. I mean, it's it's a beautifully drawn comic to begin with. I like the yeah. But uh, it. it but it really asked the the whole thing. It, there's a there's a whole overtone of the entire comic of who watches the Watchmen, right? And and that's what the author is trying to get through to the entire time is: are these people worthy of our I don't know, protection of of them protecting us? And that's where the whole thing goes. And that's what I love about the Watchmen. It's 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 there's so many overtones you have to read it. Yeah. It's not just that it, like so, most comic books get straight to the point. Oh, it's another Alan Moore book. I'm kind of Alan, Alan Moore heavy. Alan Moore. I just heard something. What was that, Chris? <laughs> I'm kind of Alan Moore heavy on my uh, on my list. That's uh, Alan Moore is one of the best writers ever. Yes. It's it's yeah. phenomenally written. There's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, the, I think the movie's that really, Zack really Snyder great. made before he ruined everything. Yeah, in DC, <laughs> he made I, The Watchmen. I, he did a very serviceable job at it. I yes, think that did. movie is phenomenal when it yeah. comes to what the comic is. But I think it was taken the wrong way by some people, correct. and that it but, should be a series. Yes, it's it too should, deep for a movie. It should have been a series. I agree because isn't there talk about something else happening with that? Yeah, I'm sure. I thought the there Watchmen? was, but yeah, I thought let, there let was. Let me say over. this: don't, don't get confused. Oh, there, oh, sorry, there, is there is it stars? No, there is a. There's a series being developed. There's a series being developed. You are correct, Jerry. Yeah, I, I thought there was. So don't be confused. There is Watchmen came back about three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, so if you go to buy the Watchmen, buy the original Alan Moore uh, Watchmen, yeah. it'll collect. All the issues in a one All thick book, it. and it's big. And it's a big book. Uh, also, but everybody should own that. There's a new uh, DC thing out called Doomsday Clock. Yes, that has to deal with the Watchmen too, and it's phenomenal. So it's that was book. your number. That was my number six. Six. Watchmen. You got a number six, dude. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Planet Hulk. 
Oh, yeah. Planet Thon. I love that book. Just just as a... A fun book. It's a fun book just for A good entry-level reading Like, think about... It's also a standalone story. Which it is. Think about Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Well, that's where... And Thor Ragnarok was loosely based on it. It was. And that's what I'm trying to help people who want to get into comic books. You actually did this the right way. Yeah, you did do that the right way. Sorry. I mean, I'm almost... Actually, I'm sorry for not being sorry. I'm just trying to get people who are new to this and want to... But people that are seeing these movies and they want to know the source material. You're relating to these people. That's relating much better than what I was Let's get through our list and we'll talk about Marvel's okay. Marvel because there's uh, animation, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean it's, it's, it's great, great. Book, animated movie yeah. as well. But Thor Ragnarok was heavily influenced mm-hmm. for sure. Uh my number we're at six. Mm-hmm. My number six is the new uh Miss Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel. Ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh. Um that's in the top of a lot of people's books. I've mentioned this in the, the last podcast like two, before. The last one we were talking about it. It's phenomenal. A, I haven't read it. It would also be to. like really high up on my list if there was women that were interested in getting into comics or reading comics. Not just because it's a female story, but it's a more feminine take. Can relate to you. And um, it's the first Muslim American superhero yeah. ever. Ever, yeah. I believe. Um, and it's really well written and really well drawn. And it's very engaging. And you can't put it down when you Who pick it up. Who did that? Kelly. It was a Kelly. Sue DeConnick, or is um, it, or did she do Captain Marvel? Um, I think Kelly Sue DeConnick did Captain Marvel. I'm actually not sure who wrote it, so let me look that up. I think I think it is. I can't remember because Brian Michael Bendis had a post on um, Twitter or Instagram recently because he did. Well, several lot. people have written it now. Really? No, I know, but there was a there was somebody that created it. No, like the the newest run. Whoever's writing the newest. Kamala run. Khan is the name of the character. As maybe that's what you're thinking. No, I'm thinking about who the writer uh, is. Created by editors Sana Amanat. The newest and writer. Stephen Wacker. Writer G Willow Wilson. G Willow Wilson. Okay, and she's the one Adrian writing Miss Marvel. Alfona. Kelly Sudakonik was writing Captain Marvel. Okay. Uh, with with the new with the. Khan made her first appearance in Captain Marvel 14. Yeah, in and 2013. Car- but Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel, obviously, right. because of the new thing. But Kelly Sue DeConnick was writing that. And Teenage hero, yeah. anyway. Pakistani-American, Muslim. Um, very, very Like, hit a lot of points with that one book. Yeah. And it's done very well, only because it was written very well. Yes. Honestly. It, 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 I'm not Had saying it, for those reasons why it's great. It's great because it's engaging. You can't put it down when you start reading it. Yeah. Everybody should own that book, I think. So you're yeah. at number five. So my number five... Is Saga. Oh, boy. It's <laughs> the best, man. Saga. It's a it's a uh, Brian K. Vaughn book. Brian K. Yes. Vaughn is probably... Dude, if you haven't read Saga, you need to just leave right now and drive directly to your closest yeah. Barnes & Noble and pick up Saga. <laughs> you really do. Well, I'm, I'm apparently I'm losing out on something Holy here. smokes. Uh, it's I've read a lot of comic books, but uh, Brian K. I've heard Vaughn, of it. I haven't read it. Brian K. Vaughn has changed... More of my life through comic books than I agreed. Will ever... also writes books and screenplays as well. Holy smokes, this dude can write books, man! Uh, also, comic Saga books. is optioned for a TV series as well. Yeah, so Saga uh, is like a um, how do you? Let's it's not like a forget space... to mention the amazing. It's like a artist. Let's 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 circle around here. You're talking about it's like a that... space opera. It is a space Ooh. opera. It is, and it's between two different types of aliens. It's a fantasy 
Uh, Here's the space, thing, guys. Weird. Well, well, real quick, let me let me say something real quick. Like when we talk about these books, okay, a lot of times people have issues with comic books because I'll say something like it has two different aliens. Okay, it does have two different aliens, but look past that because there is a story there that will change your life it's because amazing. it's amazing. It's basically a love story about two people that have a kid together. Kind of like Romeo and Juliet. It's it's exactly like Romeo and Juliet. It's two different species fighting each other. There's a war going on, but these two people fall in love and they end up having a kid during the war and then they escape that war and go to different places. By the way, Brian K. Vaughn says this series is heavily influenced by Star Wars. And, and I'm, I'm I could easily shaking see my head it. at all. I no, mean, this I, is, this I've is the, heard of it. Where I've just never is. read it. The saga. I, I'm telling you, Saga is a life change. It, it's a comic book changing book. It has changed I'm the so industry. I'm so interested now to see what you have higher than Saga. Yeah, but say. Okay. That's number five. No, I want to move up there first. You're at five. Go five. I'm at five. I'm going to take Iron Man. Director of Shield, okay, which I don't know if I've read that. You haven't read that. I would know about it. Yeah, okay. It happens after the uh, events of Civil War. Okay, so Civil War is up on my top three. Civil War, I came out when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I collected every single issue of the main story, every ancillary issue of every other character that Marvel put mm-hmm. out at the time. Every second and third printing cover I have, I t- bought every, um, I have every, like, they have promotional things that you would only get at the comic book store, like postcards or, like, little newspapers that mm-hmm. went along with Civil War. I have all of those. Oh, my God. This was going on the four years I was in college, and I lived yeah. right next to a comic book store, so, so I was there all the time. Hey, 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 I'm, I'm sold. Well, th- this happens directly after the events of Civil War were... Tony Stark is in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he's dealing with the outfall of Civil War, which you if you haven't read Civil War, I'm not going to spoil it, so we're just going to leave that for my top one or two. Okay. I'm not saying which one. Again, making, <clears throat> picking great choices that tie in to recent movies. Well, um, would you, you, you asked me to come on and do what new comic viewers would like. And no, and that's, that's it, man. Because that, really like that will tie in very nicely with the movie series. Yeah. It might not be parodied exactly with in a movie. movie series, but it, they're, they're, they're going to like this read. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what are we at? Number five? My number five is Watchmen, which we've already yeah, talked, we about. talked about. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't... It's Alan Moore. Yeah. So, Jerry, you're at number four. <sighs> okay. Um... So my number four is Saga of the Swamp Thing. Oh, oh Swamp Thing! You and Swamp. I gotta thing. add him in there. <laughs> Alan Moore That's again. A, another Alan Moore <laughs> thing. Um, it's again. I gotta say, like so I understand. The, I understand saying the words Swamp Thing to people that aren't into comic books. Uh, it sounds weird. You know, you look at the imagery; it looks weird. Get into that story because Alan Moore can write a story. It's amazing. I, I, yeah. I think it the is. The art's like, really well. It's like yeah. the definitive collection of, of what Swamp Thing is. I don't care about any mm-hmm. other of the writings. I don't care about anything else besides what Alan Moore did. I don't. If I wish I could point you to um, Kevin Smith's review of Saga of Swamp Thing. Yeah. Where he literally is crying during yeah. the review. Oh, yeah. He cries is about enough. And that's where, it, well, that's where I learn about it, first yeah, off. Let's, talk, let's save this for the... 
DC animation versus Marvel movies because there's a very good one in where they do a quick backstory of, of Swamp Thing and it's a very they do the only yeah. thing I've ever seen about Swamp Thing was the TV show no they do uh, and uh, there was a Justice League Dark Dark okay yeah where I, I've never seen it oh I didn't yeah. ever see Justice Justice League I don't know Dark? that that is no, did you see Justice League Dark I haven't oh it's really oh my good. God. I haven't yet no well, oh my God! Well, okay, so anyway, I'll just jump ahead. Stay closer. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. So Swamp Thing is a guy that falls into. I'm gonna do a really, really quick thing here for people. He he falls into a thing of nuclear goo and he turns into green. The 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 swamp takes him over. And in the comic book, he wants. He's fine with it. He he he's good with it. And in a certain con, and then all of a sudden. He always has this hope of being turned back into a man. Am I correct on this, Jerry? Yeah, because he's this in is love. a lot of what Saga of Swamp Thing is about. It, it is yeah. basically what it's about. It, it also, if you look at Swamp Thing as a character and you look at uh, Mr. Freeze as a character, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. almost identical in a way. Because so there's unrequited love. There's, I think there, there's a like, lot of him struggling in that series or some struggling with the fact that he is no longer human and he yeah. never will be. Yep. And and that's the whole point of of where DC takes it in in Justice League Dark they take away that hope for him to become human again. And that's to me where if you have a background like with with DC like me and you have. Yeah. You see that and you go, "Oh my god." Yeah. Like they they took away his humanity and then you realize then what that is he have? That's it. What's he got? And, but they also establish like he, he is a um, almost a god, really, in that series. But he but doesn't realize. The best is when it. he goes back to Gotham City and takes over Gotham City. Yeah, oh, and that, fights with that. Batman, and it's an amazing series. That's. Yeah. But anyway, the it's it's not on my list because I didn't know about entry level readers. Yeah, I know, and that's. But I'm kind of <laughs> surpassing the entry level stuff. <laughs> it's, fine. it's on my second list, which we'll get to. So uh, you're up, and it was. Well, you still right? in four. You still killing joke. So okay. it's gonna. I like I said, I have a hard copy of it. My brother gave it to me. I love it. And it's not just good because of nostalgic reasons. That no, is, at all. everybody it, should own it, that. It, 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 if you are a Batman fan, or, or not, you, or you don't you even love need comic to books in general, or just it's it, it, a story. It, it, it's a great story, and the ending. Re, really study the last final pages, and email us to these guys and tell us what you think about what really happened yeah, and really it's think about it. it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's worth everything alright my number uh, four is The Dark Knight Returns which we've already kind of talked about yeah. but yep. again seminal it was up on my list because it's one of the greatest comic books ever made agreed there's not much more to say about that you're at number three Jerry my number three is another Brian K. Vaughn oh took my number one yeah paper girls oh no <laughs> we, get, we oh have the same gosh, number one uh, okay uh so paper girls is a brian k vaughn it's one of his newest books that he's written um and it's literally set in the 80s uh i think it's the 80s right i i haven't actually read a lot okay of well so. I, I'm, I'm i'm positive it's set in the 80s and uh it's it's literally paper girls it's these four girls that are they deliver papers and they stumble across this supernatural occurrence. 
um, and they all see it together and they're running from it and then they end up chasing it and just a big story about that but it's set if you've ever seen the movie now and then okay it's reminds me of that movie so my mom and my sister loved the movie now and then yeah, yeah. it reminds me so much of that movie um, it's strange because they're always riding bikes they've got like the same dynamic as that movie um, it's just a really fun book that that also has a completely different sci-fi side to it that will take you by surprise and I think it's I think it's really great I think it's a phenomenal book for people to get into um, any Brian K. Vaughn book for me except for Ex Machina is an entry level book, I think. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, um, I haven't read Paper Girls. You re, you have um, suggested it to me. I gosh, bought the first two trades. Yeah, and I haven't read it yet. It's it's worth it. the The art is unbelievable. I don't know why it I is just... so dynamic. Like every co- cover is like a blaring bright cover that catches your eye. Like the actual drawing is somewhat simplistic, but it's always got this bright, almost like a neon color. That's just like flashing at you, and I think it's that, that is part of the the book that I really really love. And another cool part about it is that it brought back the old school part of comic books where you'd have like a um, like a write in newsletter almost kind of okay like where you could rip a page out of the book and and write in and and get um, get like a newsletter sent to you. He's doing that huh. and and giving you updates, but it's like based on that one book and based in that world it's like updates in their own little world from paper girls it's really cool what huh. he's doing yeah there's I, like little I will flyers have to check into that one a little yeah I, I love it I have not um we are at what was that number three number three, three. okay yeah. you got a number three? Oh man uh I wanna this isn't exactly you want- go with uh Death in the Family of Spider of uh of Batman by DC uh which, if you're, you're not familiar one. with it, is when... You, uh, is it Death in the Family or Death of the Family? There, there's two, two different ones. Well, Death in the Family, okay. where, which, you, which the second Robin yes. passes away. Yes. Which pretty much... If, Spoilers! If you are... <laughs> well, Jerry, anyway, uh, thank you for informing me. I just wrecked it. But uh, it's a great read. Uh, it's actually one of the first comic books where the readers got to, to decide the fate of a character. Yeah, just classic. That's awesome. But uh, no, it's it's not it's not my top. It's just a really good read for people who are wanting to get in there. Written by Jim Starlin, who I don't Mm -hmm. know who that is. I didn't know that. uh, The covers were done by Mike Mignola. Incredible. Who's from uh, Mm -hmm. Boston? So I was at in Boston. Actually, no, not Boston. uh, Salem, Massachusetts. I was out there for a wedding, and I went to the local comic book shop because that's what I do whenever I'm anywhere. And yep. they were informing mm-hmm. me that Mike Mignola lives around the block and he's there every day. And if I hung around, I'd probably see him. I didn't see him, though. Oh, you didn't but, hang around? No. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that is a great one. That is um, it's a, class. a really good pick. Yeah. And also, um, Standalone. I think it's four issues. That's a trade. It's perfect. I, and it's I, another I, book that just has that striking art on the cover yes. that... I mean, it's Batman's, Batman's holding Robin on the cover. Yes. I know. I, I it's really incredible. don't know. I mean, I, sorry, spoiler. You open the cover, you know what's going to happen. But I think that's why the story catches you so much because you want to know, like, how did this happen? Yeah. What the hell just happened? It's crazy, too. What does it's, happen? Yes, it's very crazy. Um, Love it. My number three 
uh, which I don't, I don't think you'll have on your list, but you should, is uh, Lock and Key. Oh, Lock. Oh, Ooh. how do I forget that? Yeah. You're right. Well, I love that, that book. That, I, Chris introduced me to this book. That is a great book. It's a great read, but... I'll let you, anybody who wants to let you talk about a great for go introduction ahead, go. great for an introductory book it has it's completely different stories yep um completely non superhero it's written by Joe Hill who's Stephen King's son yes who um, is also a phenomenal novelist yes and um it's just a super intriguing mystery dark haunted house almost kind of yeah um story um but it's about like foster kids yeah it's amazing yeah it's it's an unbelievable book it sends you on like a really like non-chronological adventures and it's a crazy adventure hidden doorways and keys and it's very it's like if you took um the best like ya like young adult like I don't know, think, uh, what's the cabinet one where they, Wild Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but yeah. made it for adults. Yes, that yeah. is a really good explanation. It's kind of like that. You just tied that That's exactly really what nice. it is, and the and yeah. it's digital art. It's like hardcore digital art, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I really, that I read, like, I didn't read that on Comixology. Most of these I didn't, but that book just feels it's good. very nice. Yeah, it's a super good and book. And the art is They good. had to spend a lot, he had to spend a lot of money to get that it, book. It's made. incredible. And that's, for a, for somebody that's just wanting to get into comics um, and wants somewhere to start, that that's why it's my number three. I mean, it's, other than like my that. one and two, it's it's definitely what I'm I would consider. I'm really, oh, gosh, I'm really surprised I didn't, I never thought of that. But yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So on to number two, my number two is going to be a cluster of books. We've talked about most of them before, but I just put number two as Batman in general. <laughs> yeah, same here. So my number two is Batman, but I have it listed as Hush, Year Ooh. One, The Long Halloween, The Killing yeah. Joke, Dark Dark Knight Returns, and The Court of Owls. Yes. Um, Anything I, Batman, I'll, I will... When we get to the second part, uh, we're going to have a lot I'll, of similar things to stuff. And I'll, we'll, I'll elaborate on a few of those... Uh, when we get to the second part, but I just want to—that's my number two. Is it's I can't, I can't pick random Batman books. Uh, I, I, I want you to read all of the Batman. I'm, I'm gonna. Stuff. This is a very important point. If you're entry so. level into comics, want to try some superhero comics. First of all, Batman comics—I wouldn't even call them superhero comics. They're, they're I, so deep. A lot of them. That's yeah. my thing, man. That's and, and you know this. You well, and you know it too. I, I'm, dude, I, I have a lot of Batman comics. I all I ever hard, talk about is the first comics I ever had were Batman comics. Like I'm just, and we talked about that because around here at the grocery store there was two comic books. Yeah, Batman, and Spider-Man, on the spinner racks. Yeah. In, in the eighties. You, you know? know, and that's one thing I, I have. I don't have any Spider-Man comic books on my list. I don't either. Because I've, not that they're bad. It's just that. So I take now Spider-Man is a phenomenal book. It's a phenomenal oh, yeah. character. It's like. Ingrained in uh, comic book culture, obviously everybody knows Spider-Man. But when I look at uh, those books, Ooh, I, that's gonna sound really I, bad. <laughs> um, when I look at those books, I feel like they're like wholesome, family-friendly. Like yeah. this is what you read to have, uh, you know, to waste a Sunday afternoon. I don't know. I'm just more into like getting into a story 
that's going to like send me somewhere. Let's just you know? say this. Over the last 30 years, the best stories, the best writers, the best artists have done their best work on Batman. Correct. I agree. And everybody wants to work on Batman. The best stuff gets done on Batman. It's just a fact. Well, because yeah. he's such an, one, he's an intriguing character, and, and two, he can be such, he, he's drawn in so many different ways. You got yeah. the blue, you got the 70s blue costume, and then you have the, the 80s black and gray, and then you have the gray and black. And if you're a Batman guy, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But my number two on that list is uh, Nightfall. Okay. Great one. And it is, I didn't, I didn't put it in that, I could... See that's the thing. I just stop myself. There's so many, there, and I agree with you, Jerry. There's so many, that, but that, that stands out. I mean, I would Batman recommend. Is, is we grew up with as Batman as a character that is invincible. Yeah. He 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 never never loses. And then this particular comic book, and he then he's back in half. He literally gets broken, <laughs> and half. then he's literally and figuratively. Half. I mean, yeah. every part of him is broken. Yeah, which gives a gives off to another. Of DC comic shoots of different characters, for and, sure. Which goes on. So, you know, Nightfall was a big turning point in that character. I um, completely agree, and it doesn't that, get its due uh, a lot of times on the top lists. But it will yeah, always be yeah. if you look up Bat. I would recommend anybody out there go on just Google and look up what's the top ten Batman stories, oh, and then buy so every single one of them. There's so, and many. most of them are the ones we've said. Yeah, but there's other ones that we haven't said. Oh, I think Jerry just did a quick list of them, and there's such great books to just the art. By the way, Bane is completely different in that book than he is portrayed in movies. In the movies, he's not the same. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe in the in the Dark Knight Rises, he was portrayed. The Dark Knight Rises was a very good take. Borrowed off of Nightfall. Yeah, he's a very. He's just genius. He's a genius. Tacticianist. Yes. Tacticianist is that's word the person I'm looking for. But tactician. Tactician. That's it. Just. He's a mean bastard <laughs> that breaks Batman's yeah. back. <laughs> right. Spoiler. But anyway, sorry. My are we at number two? Yep, you're number two. My number two is Saga. Oh. Man. I can't say enough about this book. Yes. It's the book. I feel like I should have had it up higher. I probably should have had a number one. Go get Saga. I, I, I am, I'm seeing a pattern here. It's very good. It's amazing. It's very good. The only thing that made it number two versus my number one was the fact that it's it's out there. Yeah. You know, it's it alien is. worlds and alien races, but it doesn't matter. The story is so good, it's irrelevant. The And, and you fall into it, you get sucked into this world of Saga. Yes. It's, it's incredible. Um, Your number one, which I'm guessing is my number one. Oh my I'm gosh. guessing it's my number one too. I get worked up to talk about this book, and it, you told me about it, Chris, and, mm. and had me read it. And I spent when I worked a swing shift, I spent night after night after night after night reading this book continuously. And there's like 50 plus issues uh, of this book, uh, and it's and it's uh, completed, so you can uh, buy. It it's completed. More. It's another Brian K. Vaughn book. Why the Last Man? Absolutely. Why the Last Man literally like changed my perspective of what comic books could be. I think it brought me back into comics. It a lot. I think I am not joking. I think about this book on like a monthly basis. 
it is something that the fact that it has not been turned into a TV series or movie blows is my mind. Insane. It blows my mind. But this book, some of the best uh, story, it's that exists. Yes, it's super emotional. Like, it, I I la- kind of laugh at Kevin Smith about getting emotional at books, but this book did it to me. Like, I just was so invested in York Brown. Yep. Like, I'm just so invested in that character and like what he went through. It's amazing. If you grab one book, I would tell you to grab this book and give him a a little. um... So yeah, why the last man? It's it is what the what the what the title says. It's uh, Yorick wakes up one day and he's literally the last man on earth. All all men drop dead at the same time, and it's it's across the entire world. There's some disease that affect the Y chromosome. That, yep, but it didn't affect him for some reason, and he's the only man alive. And women and all male species too, wasn't it? All male species, except for but his him, monkey. and a, he had a monkey, a pet monkey that he was watching for someone. It wasn't actually his. Um, and him and his monkey didn't die, uh, and it's basically trying to figure out like why they didn't die. And every other man in the entire world did. Of every species and of every everything, died. And all that's left are females. And they've made, like, all these different tribes and um, these females have made these different tribes and these yeah. different ways of life. The world's broken down basically into a post-apocalyptic tribal right. thing of these female groups. The, the A big reason why I love this is because it's, it's hilarious. Like... The the guy's yeah, funny. He's a he's a kind of a comical slacker. He is, and he and he keeps that up through the whole thing, even though he's in such a dire situation yeah. in a way. Very lighthearted and fun book. I, I don't know. I I could talk about this for the next two hours if I wanted to, but it is a phenomenal book. And I have not read it. I can't say enough about it. It's it 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 really did like change my whole perspective on what comics could be. Yeah, I will agree. You're number one. Oh, Civil War, man. Okay. You got to go with Civil War. It's a classic. Yeah, it, it is. Takes, 100%. It, it, it is the quintessential Marvel comic where they take every single character plays a role in this in this comic book. It, it's like fi- every I mean, character. Every character. It's I not mean, just, it affected the whole I mean, universe. It's, it's, it's not Fox, Sony, and Marvel. It is literally Marvel characters that pit themselves against each other on some stupid ass crap that you have to work out for yourself as a reader who is right who is wrong and if- that that's a great point i never thought of but it it allows you to put yourself in the position yeah. of these characters as they make decisions about you have to ask yourself who is right you know who is wrong it, it yeah. does it does a yeah. really good job of that that's about, just another pretty face there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> about towing the line, though, of like it, it pushes you one way, but it pulls yeah. you back the other way, and then it pushes you the and, other way. And, and that's like, why, and that's why this this stood out because it, it was really after my Star Wars, and my Batman's, but this was my first into my Marvel universe that my brother turned me on to, and I. I that's why it, it's just a great read. Read it. What are the best uh, Marvel events of all time? Uh, other big Marvel events were um, like Secret Wars. That was oh, another yeah, like big one. Um, uh, there was some other big ones, but that was a the big Avengers versus uh, you know um, 
Avengers versus yeah. X Men was a yeah. big crossover yeah, there. Crossover, but... Uh, but Civil War was, I think, I agree, it was like the quintessential big across every book, yep. across every hero, weird um, teams getting together, people mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily expect, villains being good, villains being bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I love it. I loved the. It, and that's what I was saying earlier. I collected all those books. I was in college. I was really into comics at the time when all this was going on. So I was reading every single sub book and everything. One particular one during Civil War that I loved, which neither of you guys have probably read, but it was uh, Thunderbolts. And it was Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. <sighs> I'm not saying it. it's not Thunderbolts. Not, you know, Black Bolt is what you're thinking of. Um, no, it's Thunderbolts. Okay. Thunderbolts was a book, and it was a group of villains, kind of like the Suicide Squad of Marvel. Okay. Baron Zemo. Yeah. Some oh, of the other yeah. villains right. were, like, contracted mm-hmm. by the government. They weren't bad anymore, but they were, like, put on... They were the Suicide Squad of Marvel. It was the Marvel, Suicide Squad of Marvel, Essentially. Yeah. But some of the Thunderbolts run during Civil War was really good. And interesting, and also uh, the She-Hulk book during Civil War was really good. Goes, yeah. But so, what's your number one? Chris? But the main Civil War story book you can collect of the main Civil War mm-hmm. things that was really good. My number one's Why the Last Man. It just doesn't get better than that. It it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Brian gave on has my number one and two. Yeah, Saga he's... and um, Why the Last Man. I think Why the Last Man's a better intro reader book because it's. Anything anybody anybody can digest that, that book. I yeah, I agree. And I've reasons... had several like women um, that said, "Hey, I want a comic book to read." That's what I always say. Why, Why the last, last man? man? It literally touches everything. Yeah, and there isn't much. It's not like supernatural or uh, like it's just it. It is the story. Yeah, like I said, you know, all men are dead, and he's it. Yeah, and. He gets protected by a, an agent, and that is a woman. I don't know. Just you need to look that book up and read it. No, it's I, phenomenal. I it's did long. have some honorable mentions on my list. So okay. did I. Okay, you do too. Okay, Let's go around your first. I'll 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 say throw out an honorable mention. Um, <clears throat> is, you one uh, or two? I got one. I got a cu- I got a couple. Um, right, go, ahead, go for it. I can name a bunch of Just them. Just go for it. One of them's uh, Transmetropolitan. Oh, yeah. Um, it's weird, though. That's it's why it's not weird. a very good entry-level book. That's why I didn't put it on my list. But um, it is a Warren Ellis book, and it's very great comic book, but it's weird. So I didn't have it in my top ten. So Warren Ellis is kind of a weird writer. Yeah. Um, I would also say in the same line as that that Warren Ellis wrote is Trees. Oh, I haven't read that, but I I bought it because it was trees. Yeah, I thought it would yeah. be cool. Yeah, <laughs> but I no, have not read it. It's a really good book too. Another one that's on a lot of lists, which I bought. It's a really big, thick book, but I haven't read. Um, so maybe I'll I'll throw it in as an honorable mention because a lot of the top lists say it is bone. Bone. I never. I've read never it. read it though. No. I thought you did. You kept telling me to read it. You know, I, I think I did, and uh, I don't really remember it, but it's kind of a comic strip type thing. Anyway, that's one that... But one that I have read that would be um, another honorable mention is V for Vendetta. Yes. I forgot about that. Which, obviously, most of us have seen the movie, but... 
Um, that would be on my list, too. Um, um, I would say Daredevil. Uh, Born Again. See, I'm not, I'm not going, I was just going with non-cop, non-superhero stuff. So I got You another. said honorable mention. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, I didn't put that on there because I have another list. So we'll get there. Holy smokes. How many lists do we have to have? You got some sure. honorable mentions? Oh, yeah, man. I can run uh, through my other list really quick. Uh, my honorable mention is the, uh, new, uh, Darth Vader comic out by Disney. I've heard great things about that. He, uh, if you like Rogue One, the last two minutes where he is slaughtering people, great. I want to say that is the quintessential. The new comic shines on to Darth Vader is not a nice guy. Okay, I want to say that the writer of that book is somebody awesome, and I can't remember. Uh, oh, it's Kieran Gillen, I think. Of what? Um, Star Wars Darth Vader. Oh, he is? Yeah. I didn't know he wrote that. And also, I, when you're done, keep going. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And also, we are missing one character on this uh, segment that we have not talked about, and that's Wolverine. Well, he said Old Man Logan. Old Man, Old Man Logan, but nothing new that jumps to my mind either, but I, I am actually... Origins was pretty good. Origins is okay, but it's not. It wasn't great though. But uh, he's by far my favorite X Men character. Oh, of course, because he relates he... to Batman in a way. Because he's like that. He's what's like in... the rough? I'm trying to what's miserable the... guy. What's the uh, one where he's in Japan fa- uh, fighting the Silver Samurai? Oh yeah, that's really good. Oh, it's classic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, Seth, not Seth MacFarlane. Uh, Todd MacFarlane. You keep I saying can't. Seth MacFarlane. You're tied up on Family Guy. Yeah, you're thinking of Todd MacFarlane. <laughs> <Tom Farland. laughs> Great Spider-Man writer, by the way. Great, and, the, and the artist. Really uh, yeah. well, but there the is Sp- another and Spawn, of course. Web of the Spider-Man. Yeah. There's another Wolverine book where it's a, like a standalone, where it's in Japan, and and the movie That's right, yeah. that movie. Is based upon. Is based yeah, that movie is based I'm, on a I'm book, and I don't remember what it was. Right I read. It. I think it was called The Wolverine. Just I think like so the movie. too. I think so too, and it's a really good book. That's a really, really good book. It's short, but it's really good. That should have made our top ten because it is such a classic. You know, uh, there's another really good one. I, I didn't put it on my list, but uh, Ronin by Frank Miller is really Ooh. good. I never read by it. the by. But did you have any uh, honorable mentions, Jerry? Um, not really. Not really. I guess. I mean, I should have put Lock and Key on there, definitely. Um, Fables, definitely. Well, I made a top ten of superhero only entry-level comics. I'll run through them really quick, because I don't know if you guys had them. A lot of them are the same. My number ten was Doom Patrol by Grant Morrison. Yes, Doom Patrol. Now, that's a weird book. Yeah, it's really weird. So you got to be prepared for Grant Morrison in general, because he's kind of a weird dude, like in lines with Warren Ellis, but I think Grant Morrison is just a phenomenal writer. He also wrote a great Batman story, Arkham Asylum. Yes, Arkham Asylum is another phenomenal Batman book. Uh, Probably, yeah, it's really good, too. Yeah, Doom Patrol. He also wrote All-Star Superman. Mm -hmm. Which... We'll get into that in the next segment about uh, DC. Because <laughs> DC is phenomenal on their uh, animated series. And, yeah. And Superman sure. All-Star is actually... It's, I don't know if I've seen it, that movie. It translates from the written word to over to the animated version very well. I mean, it, it almost copies it 
Panel for panel. For panel. Yeah. Sorry. I'll run the through. So that Doom Patrol is number 10. That's really good. Um, for Now, again, this is superhero top 10. Number 9 for me on superhero top 10 entry level stuff. Uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, so that's the one written by Dan Slott. Yes. Yeah, and it's... Doc Ock switches brains with Peter Parker. Yep. Doc Ock becomes Spider-Man and becomes good, but is a scientific mind, and it's great. It's It's just really good. It's like the the challenge of being in Spider-Man's body, but still having the mind of Doc Ock. Like, Doc Ock is... is spider-man at this point and he's like peter parker's good looking and athletic so he's like what is this guy's problem you know i'm going out and getting girls and all kinds of stuff you know it's really good yeah it it's amazing you you gave me that book to read because i haven't read much spider-man really and yeah that's why i think you would really like this and it was a completely different take i'll do some honorable mention spider-man by the way because we mentioned that was um, one of them's grim hunt is really good um web of spider-man is really good um Spider Island was a big series that was really good. There's lots of good Spider-Man. Yeah. We could go into a whole podcast just on Spider-Man, but I won't. So my number eight for um, superhero was Batman Hush, which we talked about a little bit. Hush. It's a phenomenal book. Really, really, really good story. It's got like every bad guy in it Yeah, uh, that take over the city. A really interesting story about Bruce Wayne's past. and mm-hmm. Is that uh, Jeff Loeb? That uh, uh, or did he write year one? He wrote year no, one. No, no, no. He didn't write year one. It is Jeff Loeb. It's he Jeff wrote the Long Halloween as well. That's, that's right. That's year right. one that's was, was Frank thinking. Miller. Yep, yep, yep. you're right. Um, but Hush is a a character, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to give it away because there's <laughs> lots of spoilers in that. So number, check out Hush though. Definitely buy it. It's a standalone story, so it's easy to you know to read and everything. I think it's in two collected. Is it trades? Three or two? And maybe it's three. My number seven was Old Man Logan. We talked about my number six is which we haven't talked about is Batman Court of Owls, which Ooh. was in my list. Yeah, yeah uh, which was series. in your list. So that's a uh, that's a Scott Snyder, and that's book. a new book. By I the love way. Scott Snyder, and this is what really got me into Scott Snyder. Court of Owls Batman. was the relaunch of Batman at the New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. The new the DC did a thing called the New Fifty Two. They wanted to start over their whole universe for new readers. So it was what was that two thousand twelve maybe? No, uh, two thousand five. Two thousand no. no. Yes, yes, absolutely not. Look it up. And New Fifty Two came out in two thousand five because no I was in high school. There is no way. No way. Two thousand eleven. You're totally wrong. That's part of the New Fifty Two. The New Fifty Two. The New Fifty Two was a two thousand relaunch of DC's entire lineup. So it came two thousand. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. It, it came after. The Dark, sure, they relaunched everything after the popularity of the Dark Knight. Oh man, definitely 2011. I'm telling you, this is not that old. They relaunched that um, 2011. It started with Batman number one, and it was Court of Owls. Yep, and it was Scott Snyder and yep. Greg Capullo. Yes, and it's some of the best storytelling and the best art you'll ever yep. see for Batman. And they have done a lot of Court of Owls on the TV show Gotham. Yeah. Um. But not nearly as well as they did in that book. The book is amazing. And then, what was the second one? Death of the Family. Death of the Family. Okay, that was also Scott Snyder. What was the third one? Um, What's what's the one where he's riding a horse and the Riddler is taking over Gotham City? Yeah, it comes after that. And then after that, like, uh, 
James Gor- or Jim Gordon becomes Batman. Yeah, whenever Scott Snyder hard, gets done, yeah. it, I stopped kind of reading it. I did too. Um, Scott Snyder is the best, and um, I'm trying actively to get him to follow us on Instagram. Yes. So, Scott Snyder, if you're listening, please, please follow, follow us. us on Instagram. Because <laughs> we love, this we love you. So, oh, this is a really funny story, quickly, about that. When I went to C2E2 like two or three years ago. You were supposed to go with me. I think you were supposed to go I was with me. To go with you as well. Nobody went with me except I, Marley and the kids. We, we all went together yep. to C2E2. So I walk up and I'm standing in line and I have never been to a comic book convention before. I'm in Artist Alley and I'm standing in line or I walk up to this booth, right? And there was five or six people standing there. So I get in the back of this line. I don't really know what's going on. And I just tap the guy in front of me. I go, hey, hey, what's going on? And he goes, it's Capullo, bro. <laughs> and I look up. It's Greg Capullo right there signing. Perfect. And then I look behind me and there is 300 people in line wrapped around this place. And I just walked in front of all of them right up to the booth. <laughs> and he's like, you better get out, get back of the line. And I go, yeah, yeah of course. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Court of Owls, definitely... Uh, it's, it's Batman number one. Yeah, it's Batman number one. So you can check it out. Uh, number five was Saga of Swamp Thing, which we've talked about. Dude is making motions to his wrist. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know how long we're going. It doesn't matter, dude. We can go as I'm long good. as we want. I, I got a case of beer. I'm good to go. <laughs> Saga of Swamp Thing is my number five, which we talked about. Uh, amazing, incredible. Um, number four... Jerry. Yeah. Superhero entry level comics. Hawkeye. Ooh. The Matt Fraction. The Matt book? Fraction Hawkeye. Yeah. The Matt Fraction Hawkeye. That comes out is like two thousand and fourteen, I wanna say. It's yeah. new. It's newer. It's pretty new. Um completely new take on superhero. It's way different. I haven't read any of it. I've yeah. reviewed some of it. Like I've read plot kind of, summaries. Yeah, I've looked over some of it and there's been a lot of talk about that book. About it's, how it's well, changed Hawkeye completely. It's changed superhero comics. It's a comic book where it's just following a life in the day of there, him as a person. I, and there is a, a podcast with him on um, uh, the comics writer panel. Yeah. that They interview him and they talk about Hawkeye and he does a really good job of explaining. I think they really things. tried to go for that in one of those Avengers movies where they brought um, Hawkeye back to like the farm with his family. Well, I bet you it comes. Well, in it comes from second, that book. I bet you it comes in the second part of uh, Infinity War too. Could, well, could, yeah. or Endgame. It's Endgame where he takes over the, his second persona of Ronan. Oh. Well, I don't know, I don't but know. he he has another. <laughs> I don't know that. I didn't know. That. Sorry, we're talking but about a great superhero book entry oh, level yeah. for oh, not, and it's not necessarily superhero ish. You know, he's not. No, it's not. Number three on that list was Killing Joke, which you talked about. Number two on that list was Daredevil Born Again. Ooh, we didn't talk about Daredevil. I glossed over that for you earlier because I wanted to talk about it now. Okay. (laughs) You uh, you two and your love of Daredevil. Um, Frank Miller, Daredevil Born Again, is not a superhero comic in my mind. This is what... I have a hard time relating to Marvel books because I like the dark... You know, take on Daredevil on is stuff. Marvel's Batman. Exactly. So he is. This is the only part of. No, he's not. Well, well he is their attempt at Batman. He's their he's, attempt at Batman, and he's blind and he's not rich. 
No, but, but I mean the, the in the tone, the character, okay. the tone right. of the character is the same. Where um, he's only, he, it's like uh, I just heard a really great description of Daredevil, and it was uh, that justice is blind. Yeah, it's like that is the character of Daredevil. You know, he's obviously blind, but he's he's well, going yeah. to provide justice for Hell's Kitchen, and. It's a phenomenal character. This Frank a, Miller did a, a this unbelievable is a book job where you're guy. taking a kitschy kind of superhero at the time, and you're you're taking Karen Page, who's his girlfriend at the time, who gets addicted to heroin, moves to Mexico, becomes a prostitute. Yeah. All right, as a heroin addict, and sells out Daredevil's identity to the Kingpin. The Kingpin finds out who he is, like systematically destroys Matt Murdock's life. Well, and also Matt Murdock is just an average Joe. He can't see. He has great senses. And he's also addicted to painkillers in certain volumes of Daredevil. So that plays into it, too. He's just an average man. He's just an average guy. Yeah. Well, this Kingpin systematically breaks down his psychological being. He goes insane, essentially. Yep. Um, he basically they did a lot of Daredevil: Born Again in season three of Netflix Daredevil. Yep, yes, they did. And they introduced his mother, just like they did in that TV show. Mm-hmm. She nurses him back to life. He didn't know her back to health. She didn't know who she was. Blah blah blah, all that. And you know, it's just kind of it's like nonstop misery for. <laughs> Him. Over and over again. Over that, and over again. It's just a really dark book. And that's it's why weird. I tie Batman to him because it's like nonstop yeah. misery for Batman all the time. Yeah. So um, who's the better uh, billionaire, uh, Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark? Bruce Wayne. I'm gonna say Tony Stark. I mean, it, I guess if we're just talking about who can spend Tony money Stark's better, better uh, who can spend money better, then Tony Stark can definitely spend <laughs> money better as a as a billionaire. Um, I said to ask that question to see. Exactly. Well, I'm always because I, I know you two would go face to face about it. And I'm always going to go. I don't care. I know where you were. Whatever go. you ask me, I'm going to say Batman. <laughs> and that's just a completely biased. That's not the, necessarily the right opinion, but well, I, well, I asked who's a better billionaire, not who's a better okay. superhero. Well, then, yeah, it would be Tony Stark. He's yeah, a better right. billionaire. Chris, definitely it's Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah. My number one superhero entry level. This is the book. Superhero book, if you're going to read a book, is The Dark Knight Returns. There you go. Done. That was that's one it. Done. And that's one book you have to get. That is it. Everybody should own that book. I agree. Everybody should own Why the Last Man. Yes. Everybody should own Saga. The Watchmen. And Saga. And Saga. And every other book. And every one about. we said. <laughs> <laughs> really, though, really, though, I think that does give a good synopsis of what is what is big in comics and what would be good for someone to come into to learn that's what it's all about it's so overwhelming it is it's i'm a comic book fan and it's overwhelming you can't There's keep up too with it. much you can't keep up with it and that's why when tony asked that question i thought it was the great question because he's right it's just as a casual person who likes the movie the movies mm-hmm. and the tv shows it's too overwhelming so you have to buy the trade paperbacks the collected issues and the ones we talked about, a lot of those are standalone stories. Find and you don't char- have to know anything to get into it. Find a character that you really like and f- 
follow it. And dive and, into it. And dive into it. And uh, Variant Comics on YouTube does some great background on characters. That's another great point, yes. Yeah. Read backgrounds or yeah. just... Yeah. Like, just, you, you don't have to necessarily read every book to yeah. fill yourself in on... Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's so much background on there on all the characters. Find a character that you love and, and that you want to lock onto and find out its background because there, there's so much in-depth and there's so much backstory to all these characters that more than Marvel plays on the big screen. So I think if you're going to go for superhero comics, that's what you do. You find a character that you uh, can relate to in some way. Or maybe and then you, you relate to the tone. Yeah, or relate to the tone exactly. or however it is, and you can lock onto that one person and then branch out from, from there after you've read whatever you want. When it comes to indie books, exactly. you can find anything you could think of that will relate to you. Yeah, I, I think I would necessarily, so for a, a beginner the, reader that doesn't have any interest or knowledge of comic books, there's so many great non-superhero related, right. yes. unbelievable stories, and a lot of them that we have mentioned. And that's what I mean and That's by a good indie, starting so point. I, that's If you want to start out in a book that has nothing to do with super, uh, superheroes... There's just a, a billion out there. I mean, Image produces a ton of non-superhero hero books. But don't dismiss the superhero stuff because, as we have said today, some of these Batman stories and books are right. standalone, and they're some of the best things ever written. And, and there's a ton of them out there. That's why I was saying, like, if you find a character that you enjoy, you know, start small with that character, and then you can you can read what what's there, and then branch out from that. But I wouldn't say pick... 10 different characters no. or 10 different superheroes and try to read all of them because it's just going to be somewhat Honestly, I think I would just start with Batman. Yeah. I would. Or Daredevil. Those are two really good entry-level, um, non-cosmic right. characters. But but from that, but from that you, can, you can branch out to so many other superheroes that tie into it along Absolutely. the way yeah. that, that will, will basically like write it out for you. That'll tell you like... Uh, so you read these stories about Batman, but then you'll you'll get a little bit of the Flash. You'll get a little bit of of Superman. You'll get a little bit of this whatever. Oh yeah, we forgot about Flash. And then, well, I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> no, so don't get going. Flash I was gonna say Flash is the Flash is another great character, and what brought me into him the most was the TV show. So the the WB TV show or the CW TV show, well, well, the Flash well, brought me into him, and I started. I think it ties into what he's gonna say because that's what brought me into the Flash okay. was. Our next topic of conversation, dude's topic of yes. conversation, which is DC animated film. DC versus uh, DC uh, anime, or the, the, the DC animation, animation, animation is so superior to anything that Marvel puts out. And, so, and Marvel's movies are far superior to anything that they put out for themselves. Because uh, I, I really don't know how to word it, because Marvel has they have their their universe which is phenomenal i mean they have a great storytelling it's it's it's, it's yeah it's one hard. it's hilarious i mean my favorite is dr strange is because it's a, oh, i love that that's such a good one it's i mean if you saw it in 3d i mean it is a mind fuck yeah i mean I, it is. I saw him. i mean it, but then my my second favorite is Speaking Thor Ragnarok. Me, me and dude basically go to every single comic book related <laughs> movie together because neither one of our wives are interested in. Well, um, I mean, they they don't. 
Like, I shouldn't say that. Marley likes something. Oh, well, um, uh, my wife would go too, but she would prefer that if I go with you. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know why DC animated films are so amazing? Because they stick to the comic book story. That for sure, but because of Bruce Tim, who's the kind of the showrunner for that whole department. He runs DC Animation, I think. I, I mean, anything he they put out to. ties to he the used com- to at least ties to the comic book very close. I mean, you go all the way back to Superman All Stars, which is the first one I got as a DVD as a Christmas present for my mom. Yeah, I mean, well, Bruce Tim started with the Batman animated series with him and but Paul he st- yeah, but well, the movie I, series I, is I really he think it goes well. back to the Batman no, no, I'm saying, animated like, that's series. What, he started back back, back then, then in the yes, early nineties with, Paul, with, Dini, with yes. Paul Dini and the Batman animated series. That's where it and comes he did from. the art. He was the art director and did the art that's for right. that series. Which in our generation, that's still the quintessential Joker. Is still Mark Hamill one hundred percent. I didn't know All Star Superman was R rated. Oh yeah, I didn't realize. I oh, haven't I seen know. that movie. You haven't seen it? I don't no. think so. I no. got. I mean, he. Uh, a lot of them. Green okay. Lantern, Emerald Knights. That's R-rated. That I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one. That here's the R-rated ones: All Star Superman, Green Lantern, Emerald Knights, The Killing Joke, which seen is that. amazing. Uh, Just Sleep Dark. Seen very that. Very good. Very. If you're you were watch, talking about that earlier, yeah. that's. An awesome one to watch. Yeah. If you're I'm not. amazed that I haven't seen this, and this, I feel kind of embarrassed to say that. Crazy that you haven't. Oh, you're honest. I, yeah, and I, I'm embarrassed to say that I've never seen that. Um, but Goth- now, Gotham by Gaslight is rated R. I, Gotham I've by Gaslight, it, but it, it, it's it, a comic book series too. It's yeah. really good. It, it's it's a it, movie as well. What it is? It's a uh, it's Batman that has to deal with uh, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> well, there's the, the uh, gas punk. Is that the term? It's like steampunk. Steampunk. Yeah, it's like steampunk Batman. Steampunk, steampunk Batman. That's yeah. Yep. But uh, there's on Reddit. So I, I, I'm big on Reddit, obviously, and I uh, there's like uh, our comic books on Reddit, and man, people are throwing up Gotham by Gaslight all the time. So it, it, speaking of Justice League Dark, though, mm-hmm. um. <laughs> You remember that Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves? Absolutely. Yeah, I just watched it. it was that great. movie was awesome. I just it was watched great. it like two it was, days ago. It, it How was did that great. movie fail? Because feel DC like fail. can't promote their movies. That was I such mean, a they, good movie. I mean, they have though. superior characters. John There's Constantine is a phenomenal character. Oh, he is. I mean, he, I mean, he's jacked up. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Me and Jerry have been trying to buy Swamp Thing 37, first appearance of... Uh, no, number seven. No, well, that too. But 37 is the first appearance of... Uh, um, John Constantine. It is? Yeah. I've only been worried about number seven. 37. Is Which I haven't expensive. tried to Actually, buy. that's not even the first appearance. I think that's 20-something, but that's the one that everyone wants is 37 because that's the first... Um, Sorry, what's I this? Hell, Hellblazer? Uh, Hellblazer. Hellblazer, yeah. How, Hellblazer. And, and, well, that was a series he was on for how long? Oh, yeah, what's for Hellblazer? a long time. I mean, Hellblazer was a big, so, big John Constantine stuff. What yeah, is your guys' opinion of Aquaman uh, coming I'm out? Hearing amazing reviews. Yeah, so it's got really good reviews. I, I'm got telling you, there's a 100 percent chance I probably won't see it in theaters. Um, yeah, unless oh, I back go up. You. Sometimes, <laughs> sometime this week, maybe. But I, 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 what intrigues me the most is that I listen to uh, 
Fat Man Beyond. It used to be Fat Man on Batman. But uh, Mark Bernardin hates everything DC does, does. basically, in the movie world. And he's actually, I I was just listening to it today, and he said he was actually pretty intrigued to go see this movie because of the good reviews it's getting. Really? And it's getting decent reviews. It's getting very good reviews. I'm I'm very skeptical about it because... Jason Momoa is a great character. I mean, mean, Cal Drago, I mean... I feel like he's a pretty good fit. For Aquaman, I think that's a good how, pull. How could he be? He's he he's, he's not the he's orange. Samoan and he's Aquaman the, is blonde hair, blue eyed, well, yeah. like super friends Aquaman, but he hasn't <laughs> always been. No, he hasn't always I know. been that I'm, way. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm totally I know, and that's what you think of when you think of Aquaman. You think of this like it's, it's got sixty nine percent rotten green tomatoes. Pants. It's pretty good. That's our, not what? the squashy tomato. What's it got? Sixty nine. Sixty nine percent. That's pretty good. Hey, I'm gonna go see it. What are you doing tomorrow night, Chris? I'll probably see an Aquaman. Okay. It's yeah. not out yet, but... <laughs> it's Friday, right? It's out on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Is that tomorrow? No. 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 It's Tuesday. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, I'd like... I, I would see it. Yeah. I don't know anything about Aquaman. I don't either. I don't have much interest in Aquaman. Oh, Besides he... You don't? Ocean Master, you know, uh, Black Manor. I mean, just can he really... Is he... How does he fare against the, you know... Like Submariner. Submariners. Like Submariners. The ripoff of Aquaman. <laughs> no, no, it, it is. I think the it was the other op- way around. Is the exact opposite. Is it? Exactly. Did Submariner come first? So it, it was Submariner, Captain America were like. Really? Right, right there. And then oh, I didn't DC know that. copied it. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to. Just like Deadpool is exactly Marvel. So just like Deadpool's ripoff. Yeah. So. But back to the DC movies. Cause oh, yeah. Here's I've I've watched a lot of them, not all of them. Um, I have seen Superman Doomsday. I don't remember. I have it. not seen it yet. I've seen Gotham Knight. I don't remember it. Um, Which one was Gotham Knight? It was in two thousand eight. Dark Knight Returns. No, that was got Gotham Knight was an animated. Um, I've seen Wonder Woman. I've seen Green Lantern First Flight. Yeah, I've seen Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. I don't remember that being very good. It was okay. Under the Red Hood was pretty good. That was really good. That uh, dove into the whole Jason Todd scenario, which was Death in the Family, which we talked about earlier. I've seen um, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse. That was good. I think I, I think there's also one of Justice League War. Justice League War is a newer one, yeah. Yeah, it's a new. There's yeah. Batman Year One. That was really good. That and also, was... let's talk about a phenomenal book. Comic book was oh. Batman Year One. So we, we we've talked about all these DC animated ones, but and, and that's where I was going with this is that DC has <clears throat> taken their comic books and realized that the animated side of it it's cheaper to do, and they can do straight yeah. adaptations, and which is what readers want, and it's so much better story. And Marvel doesn't have a whole lot of animated series out there. I mean, they have their. I don't think one. they've really. Con- Concentrated on that though, they, with how why, big their movies. They have are a good going. Doctor Strange one. Apparently. Why would they? I, I mean, they, they don't they have to. They don't have to. I, I, I they don't. I, I don't want them to. I, I give DC done. credit that they've put a little bit more emphasis on the animated stuff because they're good at it. I think there's more Marvel animated than you're giving credit for. Planet Hulk. Yeah, but I just don't really think good. that they concentrate yeah. on it. I don't think yeah. they promote that as well. But I mean, Doctor Strange was really good to. animated movie. There's two, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Ultimate Avengers and Ultimate Avengers Two were pretty good. And what was? And there's also the there's Thor. 
There's Thor. Well, there's also... I think Beta Ray Bill was in Thor. There is Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, which is a weekly cartoon for kids, which was actually good because Bryce wanted to watch it whenever a new one came out. Yeah, so. that was a good show. I watched that good. show. Yeah. I watched it. I, it's still on, I think. I, oh, yeah. I don't think I watched it anymore. But, but it doesn't follow the comic book. It jumps all over hell. But my whole thing was that DC has their animated side down which is sad because marvel just dominates the motion picture and yeah they do they they've got uh, i mean they have it down the way they're doing it you can't beat it you can't beat it marvel has done some really good spider-man tv shows though recently some of the newer animated spider-man shows are really good oh really yeah 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 and the guardians of the galaxy show was really good I didn't know they had a show. Disney XD. I, I didn't know that either. I mean, I don't watch a lot of them. I catch them here and there. I record them because I figure I always think I'm going to get cash to watch it. But We got rid of uh, <laughs> DirecTV and Netflix doesn't have shit because they Disney, don't. Disney's new standalone service is coming out. I mean, if you want to watch a cartoon of anything, just watch Star Wars Rebels and you'll be fine. That's so good. You have to and have, that's what I need to get You into. have to have DirecTV or... No, you can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, well, I'm going to wait till it comes out on well, Disney standalone service next year yeah. and then I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Which... Don't, don't spoil it. Chris, don't spoil it. I can't believe you haven't watched the end of that Don't yet. spoil it, Chris. It's I love amazing. stuff. Jerry, I'm looking at you. Don't spoil it. He hasn't it. watched it. I haven't watched it. You, you haven't seen any of it? He hasn't seen any of it. No, I haven't seen any of it. Nope, I haven't. It's... So, so right now, me and Chris's jaws just sit the table. I know that Jerry has not seen it yet. I would like to know. So, I would like to know what you guys think is the best comics of all time compared to the list that I have right here. Oh what, man, <laughs> that's, that's a loaded like question, Jerry. It's a big time loaded question. And like, I don't like think you'll ever time, ask comics my, of all time. Rated my, my all time. No, no, hands no, down. no. He's saying rated the best by outside. Oh, who rated this? It's on Comic Book Resource. Comic Book Resources. Okay. Um, Watchmen. Yes, number one. Uh, of course. Uh, Dark Knight Returns. It's in uh, the top ten. Okay. It's not number two. Number two. Um, I'm clueless. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bow. I'm gonna let Chris handle this. Uh, is it like a? Is it a storyline or an ongoing? Yeah, come on, give us a clue. Are these superhero comics or everything? Everything. Oh, everything you can imagine. Comics of all time. So the second best comic of all time. I said it in my top ten. You said it in yours, but not in anybody else's. Yep. <sighs> I don't know. Sandman. Sandman, okay. I've got Sandman as number two. Number three, you had in your honorable mentions... Transmetropolitan? <laughs> no, but you you said you... I swear you've read it because you told me you did a long time ago. Oh, Bone? Yes. I think I've read... I know I know I read it a long time ago. I just don't remember it, to be honest. So, uh, obviously, it's not that memorable for no, me. But <laughs> Number four was another one that I, I should have put on my list and I didn't, and you brought it up as an honorable mention, was Doom Patrol. Okay, Doom Patrol, Ooh. yeah. Uh, number five, I'm not, I'm not sure about. I don't even know about it, but it's uh, Miracle Man. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, uh, yeah. that's Alan Moore. Yeah. Is it? I Alan Moore's, I think that's his own character. No, that's a classic. Uh, this is what shows, this is, this is, no. this is a good depiction of how comics work and how broad he, it is. He just, uh, that's optioned for a series, by the way. 
Yeah. Or a movie. He just tied in with somebody. Who did he just tie in with? So when we were at that last comic book convention, I was um, going through the whole Miracle Man um, long boxes. Yeah. They had like 20 copies of Miracle Man number one. I think it's from the 90s. It's not that old. Okay. But it's really good. Yeah. He's tight. There, there's number some... six. This is I don't I don't know about this either. Number six was the bulletproof coffin. I've never heard of it. Me neither. Number seven is Mind MGMT. Never nope. heard of it. Number eight is Mao. Nope. Oh yeah, is that, that the it's mouse a, one? Yep, it's yeah. a mouse one, and it's never read it, but it's on every list. It's a, a Nazi. It's a Nazi mice. Nazi mice thing. It, and it is on every list you'll ever look at for best, best comics, comic books. Yeah. Mao. It's always so up there. So it's a Nazi mouse. I thought it was yeah, mouse. It, mouse. It might be, but I always say Mao. I, well, it's about a mouse, and it's M-A-U-S. I just figured that was mouse. Maybe it is mouse. It's about Nazi mice. Number nine is... Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It's about Nazi mice. It depicts Spiegelman interviewing his father about the experiences as a Polish Jew and a Holocaust survivor. This is why it's on the list. Right. Yeah, we just need to skip this. The work employs postmodernist techniques and represents Jews as mice, Germans as cats, Poles as pigs. Critics have classified Mao as memoir, (laughs) biography, history, fiction. I don't know, man. This is. Skip it. Okay, next one. Number nine is Batman The Dark Knight Returns. Thank you. And number 10? The Long Halloween. Some more. Why the Last Man? Yes. Number 10 greatest comic of all time. But number one in our eyes. Yes. Number one in my eyes. Yeah, for sure. But The Watchmen is obviously number one. Everybody puts Watchmen number one. I wouldn't for new readers. You know what's number 12? That's what this whole thing was about was for new readers. Number 12 is probably one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. And it's way off the wall that you guys probably will not guess really yeah but i think it's such an accurate movie to what the comic book is i love it tank girl nope wow where did you pull that out of your <laughs> uh, i mean that, that, was a comic that came book. out of yeah, nowhere that was a that's around right, like a, your... uh scott pilgrim oh oh i was gonna put that in my top that 10. is such a cl- i mean if you've never right? read the comic book that movie is such is so screwed it's, up and a Horrible, but if you've read that the comic, great. you go. It is such about? on the point. I love. If you've that read movie. the comic book, you go, "Oh, this is fucking hilarious." I would have if put you, that. It, now that you say that, I'm putting that in my top ten for new readers. Scott Pilgrim, very good. But if it's you've great. never seen, the, if you've never read the comic, you read, you watch that movie, you go, it, and that's why I said it's kind of off the wall. You're saying that this the movie is the, very. You don't have you, to know the comic to watch that movie. I think Michael Sarah brings it home. Really? Yeah. Well, because he. Kills his ex girlfriends and he gets coins. No, no, he kills the ex boyfriends. Boyfriends. He, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So he gets coins. I don't think he, he kills them. He well, defeats he, them. He just shatters them. Into Whatever. Coins. However you want terminology there, Chris. Well, I don't but know. and but you know what's so phenomenal about that movie? Do you know how many actual superheroes are in that movie? Chris that Evans, are now Superman. Chris Captain Evans. America. Yeah. So Captain America. And uh, what else did Chris Evans play though? He was a Fantastic Four guy Four. too. Uh, yeah, Human Torch. That. Human Torch. Yeah, and then you've got you've got uh, Superman who also plays uh, uh, the Atom on 
uh, Brandon Ralph. Yeah, Brandon. I Ralph. choose to forget that he was Superman in Superman Returns That's because it was such a horrible. But he also plays the Adam in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I like Brandon yeah. Ralph. And yeah. then uh, you've got not uh, as Superman, but I like him in the Kevin Smith movie. Brie, Lar- Brie Larson's in it as well. Oh, Miss she, Captain she, Marvel. She's, she's Captain Marvel. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's another one, and I can't think of it. Um, I don't remember. Who was the Human Torch? Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Chris Evans was the Human Torch. Okay, I was thinking he was Mister Fantastic, that. but yeah, we already covered that. Speaking of, but then, look at that! Look at how many different, like, famous people are in that. Like, famous superheroes oh, are in it. one movie. I mean, I loved every bit of it. I mean, it's a crazy good movie. Speaking of, uh, well, I mean, when he. The guy I, drinks the vegan coffee. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's how he gets killed because he doesn't he he doesn't give him a certain type of vegan coffee. I can't remember the exact story, but speaking of uh, yeah. book movies, <laughs> how let's talk Ralph, about that's how Brandon Ralph gets killed. The highest, I think, maybe the highest rated comic book movie of all time at ninety seven percent, being billed as the best comic book movie ever made, and also probably already. It's already nominated for a bunch of awards guess. and probably going to be nominated for an Oscar. Oh, so yes. it's new. Yeah. And it's already being heralded as like the best comic book yes. movie ever made? And it hasn't been out yet? It's out. It is out. It's been out. Oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Homecoming? No. No. It's, uh... No. Give me a hint. I'm it's Spider-Man. Avengers? No, it's Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, oh wow. anime. It's yeah, an anime. 97% of Rotten Tomatoes being called maybe the best super, superhero movie ever made. They were going to... Wow. I, I, what was the article? How they were not going to let that happen. Well, it's apparently very good. Yeah, we need to see that. Well, there we go. Well, I'm going to take cash to that. And then Marley I'm playing, yeah, so I'm I think we're going to go on Christmas Day. Grady, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take him to that. You take Bryce. So, anyway, that movie looks incredible. I want to see it. And I'm a huge Spider-Gwen fan. I, I, I love Spider-Gwen Gwen comics, so. Yep. That's awesome. Spider-Pig. I didn't realize that it Spider-Pig. got that, that good of views or, or reviews already. Yeah. That's I, I haven't listened to the Fat Man Beyond, but Mark Bernard talks about how good it is. I oh, he does? Yeah. On the new Q&A one? Yeah, I think so. I don't I, know. I quit listening to it because I just can't listen to him very long. Can't handle it. Not for very long. He, if if Kevin's involved, I can. Yeah. But when it's just him alone, eh, you know. So what's going on the pipeline for uh, Disney slash Marvel? Captain Marvel. Yep. Uh, I really want to see that. Um, the new trailers been out for Infinity War, which is yeah. really Endgame. good. It, oh. It's going to be so good. It's going to be incredible. I can't so, handle it. Captain Marvel comes out in January or February, Chris? I think it's February. I think it's February. Get typing. I, I do believe it is February because I because be, then they have to have that out before May. March, actually. Or, March 8th. March. Well, then... Oh, then the other one comes out in, in April. April. Actually. In April, beginning of Endgame May. comes out in April. I think it comes out the day after my birthday. I think it's the 26th. Captain Marvel, Avengers 4. Oh, Spider-Man Far From Home comes out this year? Or 2019? Well, that has to be after... In July. It has to be okay. after Infinity. That makes sense. After right. the finale, 
to end all finales, Feige promises Phase 4 will kick off with Spider-Man Far From Home, July 5th. Um, Do you think he's going to be a black suit Spider-Man? No. I don't think so. Not you don't think soon. so? Not no. yet, no. I, think, I know, first of all, I know Michael Keaton's back in it. He for, is? Well, for, sure. for a Vulture's coming back? From what I'm Jake hearing... Jake is playing Mysterio. That's the big character. Oh, I didn't From know what that. I'm hearing is that he is playing like some type of assassin type spook for Nick Fury. Nick Fury's in it, big time. Colby so, Smothers, Maria Hill's in which it. Which is where the spider black suit is going to play in. Maybe. I know Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio, and he's the main villain. Which is going to be great. I mean, Mysterio is one of the lesser-known comic book characters. 2020, the there's three. That's all for 2019. 2020, we got three movies. Uh, it's unreleased, but um, The Eternals could be one. I don't know that much about that. Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know what that's going to be. I thought that was like all halted because of the whole James Gunn know. deal. Yeah. Sean Gunn recently said his brother's script will still be used. So, mm. he wrote the script apparently, but he's not directing. So That's what, a shame. What's going yeah. down the pipe for Disney? Is there anything coming down? I mean, other than the standalone series coming down. In okay, so we got standalone Star Wars. The live Mandalor- action The Mandalorian? Series. Yes, two of them, right? There's two yeah, there's Star two. Wars uh, live action shows. Uh, what's the second one? I don't Mandalorian know. Mandalorian? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Which, uh, uh, shit, he was in Narcos and Game of Thrones. What the hell was his name? I never watched Narcos. You watch Narcos? Never seemed that interested in it. Oh my no, god, neither have I been. Oh um, my god, you guys I know who you're Narcos? talking. I know who you're talking about though. He was, um, he was the Viper on. Oh, um, on Game yeah, of Thrones, uh, the Red Viper. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy. That dude's gonna be. Pal- Diego Luna. Well, oh, yeah. Wait. Well, wow. uh, Cassian from Rogue One is back in the show, so it's something to do with Rogue One. Okay. Diego Luna will reprise his role as Cassian Andor. Oh. Huh. But he, I think that's the guy. That was the Viper, wasn't it? Yeah. No. Okay. No. I don't know. I'd have to look at his face in order well, to tell anyway. you. I don't know his name. So... Um, there's Iron Fist is coming back somehow. Really? Into, Iron Fist? Yeah. To so, a movie? I think no, into the streaming. So I'm thinking they're gonna do no, Heroes for Hire. No, they canceled him. I know I think they're gonna do Heroes for Hire. Uh with Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Really? I, I they should. But here's what we also got we got a we got a Loki move uh, show with Tom Hiddleston. Hey, yeah. Right. We got a Vision Scarlet Witch show. Yep, yep. But that's all on, on the Disney main stream. character yeah. of the Mandalorian coming from the new Disney standalone app will be uh, uh, Pedro Pascal. Okay, that's true. yeah. Well, there you go. That's the guy from Red from Viper. Yeah. So uh, the other show obviously is going to be with it's going to be setting up to a new hope. Yes. With the Rogue One crew cast. Yeah. Oh, all right. Which I'm all in for. Yeah, I could, awesome. I could handle that for sure. I'm definitely, this Disney app is going to be where it's at. You I, think so? Oh, yeah. So have you guys heard anything on Artemis Fowl from Disney? I, I saw the I saw the trailer for it. I don't, I don't know, know what that is. I've never it. heard of it in my life until you just mentioned it. All right. 
from what I'm hearing, this is going to be a flop. You think so? Yeah, it reminds me of... A, I, you know, I was. It, it's all over Reddit, and people put it up there, and there's a big following. To Disney it. Books? It, it, so it's a Disney book, or publishing, Disney you know, publishing. Yes. It's from an Irish author. Okay. Which has to do with a... Eon uh, Colfer. Correct. He's a 12-year-old criminal mastermind of a criminal family. So it's a YA thing. Really? Yeah. Who That's is, what we need to get into. Yeah. Well, we need is, to start writing YA stuff. And tell who him. is trying? He fairies exist. They live below the earth. It reminds me of what we talked about. John Carter was that the name of the movie? That was from Mars and all that. And yeah. Disney tried to pick up and turn it into their next big thing. And I don't know. I saw the preview. I loved it. It looked great for me. I saw. It. I read up on the books, and I was like. This is, this is sounds really cool. like it's been it very successful, cool. like a Harry Potter type thing. It is. It's like a Harry Potter following that is. So what's your thought? Well, I love Harry Potter. So well, I just I'm I'm saying like the 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 following it has on Reddit because that's where I saw the the trailer for it, and then I was looking at all the comments, and then it led into this whole other world. People are all about it, and and for what the trailer was, they seem very positive on it, and, and it looks like. It, I think it's going to do well. Kind of sounds like I, that I Will go, Smith movie. I feel like I would go see it just just by seeing the trailer. Bright. Yeah, I I like Bright. That was good. Man. I never yeah. saw it. It was super good. I love Bright, man. It I don't know great. why it got such bad reviews. That movie was good. I mean, I it was it. hardcore. I held off on watching it because of the reviews. Go, I just uh, like I didn't. They're making Bright too. Oh well, it must have done well. All right. Enough. So so well, for anybody Netflix, listening who does know we're talking about, yeah, but they they still judge their. Will Smith Analytics made a movie about uh, L.A. about how uh, orcs and elves. And it's a direct it's play training off day. of race as well. It's training day. Yeah, it's training. It's the movie Training Day, but with but, orcs and fairies. Yeah, but they did a lot of smart things with it, with like that magic wand being like a nuclear weapon. And... Yeah, I enjoyed it. My wife was like, "Why you make me watch this?" Because she does not like comic movies or any <laughs> comic book. Remember that movie he was in. Hancock, yeah, yeah. Oh That's my great, god, I forgot about that. That was movie. so bad. No, I like that movie. It. I love that so movie. It was so bad. Do you, do you, it. Until right? the end, it got really. He's stupid. a drunk, but Dude. in the beginning, it was good. Well, it was drunk, drunk, super drunk the entire time. It was until the uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, when she was Charlize Theron. They were gods, and uh, yeah, it got a little weird there. I don't remember the end of it. I just yeah, remember it, being because the end was bad. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, how did we get off of that tangent? Um, oh, that's what I was going to talk about. So we always do a segment where, because um, we're probably getting close. Where are we at? Two hours and 14 minutes. Perfect. 15 minutes. So we can do our last segment, which yeah. is, what have you been watching? What's been awesome that you've been watching, reading, whatever? I will start this out, because one of my favorite comic books of all time, which wasn't on my lists, because it's not really for entry-level readers... But one of my favorites of all time had no idea that apparently it was turned into a TV show a year ago. And I just came across it on Netflix. It was a sci-fi show. Happy by Grant Morrison. Oh, yeah. You didn't know this was a TV show? No. I thought we talked about it last podcast. No. I did not know that that was a TV show. And it's great. Oh, I told you I was watching it. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I know it was in the last podcast because we you said something about Happy and I said, oh yeah, TV show's great. I didn't know I'm it. positive. 
has a kind of a Sin City vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, it's the guy that was from uh, Law & Order SVU. Yes, yeah. And he's got like the donkey with him, you know? Yeah. yeah. I never read any of the Have comics. Have you seen this show? I am not. It's on Netflix. So the comics, that it's by Grant Morrison, and it's another wild... Crazy. Crazy... Ultra-violent... Ultra yeah. R rated. Like it's so only. I'm it watching can, it tomorrow night. I'm positive it, it's probably descriptive as only from the mind of Grant Morrison because yeah. nobody else in the world. The will ever comic book this stuff. is about a, a next cop who becomes a hitman uh-huh. who is just like take like just straight up kills people. Yeah. And well, sure which is a hitman. It's is, during. Yeah. It's a Christmas story, so it's during Christmas. There's this like, there's these like pedophile Santas that uh, uh, take this little girl, and she has an imaginary friend, which is an animated uh, unicorn donkey. Yeah, it's like a donkey unicorn called thing. Happy, right? So this is a gritty book, right? It looks really great. It looks like Sin City, but then there's Ooh, this magical. We, we but it's not about, black and white. But, it's in color. But yeah, but it's there's like then there's well, this magical bright blue unicorn. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. We talk didn't about talk it. about it. Frank Miller. We should have brought up Frank Miller. Yeah, that should be on that list because those are some of my favorite movies of all time. By the way, yeah, that first one at least. I the second one. Went. Second one I didn't watch. Anyway, keep yeah, sitting with you. So first anyway, they juxtapose this incredibly dark, gritty, violent, uh, swear word laden, blood infused book with this bright, happy, cartoon, imaginary friend, unicorn donkey. That this is this little girl's imaginary friend, but she gets abducted by this pedophile Santa. So her imaginary friend, this donkey, leaves and goes and finds this hitman, and he can see this imaginary friend. and And the it's their journey. Um, I don't know what you're. He keeps motioning things. <laughs> I know, there's so many but emotions. nobody. <laughs> me and Jerry have no idea what his motions mean, we but did. he's been doing it the whole podcast. We don't, we don't motion to each other. There's just so many hand movements here, dude. He's like like an air traffic controller over here, and I don't really know it's, what any of it means. Like my landing gear are down, man. Anyway, so it's a crack. There you go. I'm sorry for your uh, ears. Your for that. ear balls. Super interesting book, really well made book. Not an entry level thing necessarily, unless you're into really dark. If you like Preacher Tony, oh yeah, you'll love Happy. That's true. Um, but other than that, um, interesting TV show. The production value is not great. Well, it's sci-fi. The budget is can tell aren't high. Yeah, you could tell. I mean, it's a Netflix show, so no, it's a sci-fi show. It, it aired on Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, Sci-Fi I didn't Man. realize that. Yeah. I, yeah. If it was Netflix, it'd be a lot better. I yeah, think. I guess it would be. I just saw it on Netflix. That's the only thing I've seen it on. So, uh, yeah, that's where I've just discovered it. I've only watched one episode. Um, it seems to follow the comic book very closely. I didn't, and again, I didn't read the comic book. I knew of it. I heard Grant Morrison talk about it before. Um, it's probably one of my favorite Grant Morrison things. If If I could spend a day talking to a guy... That guy's crazy. My guy though would be Neil Gaiman. Oh gosh, yeah. That guy's sure. amazing. He is a, he is amazing. All of the stuff Neil Gaiman's done on it. So the second thing I've watched that I fell in love with is and I want to make sure I say it right, um, but it's on Netflix. It's by the Cohen brothers and it's the ballad of yes, Buster, uh, Buster Scruggs. Scruggs. I watched that. That is So I've only seen half God, of it. This that, is great. That is 
Chris, how much you describe it? It's a uh, short uh, one-shot like six stories or whatever they call There's them. Six stories. Is it six? Or six, yeah. And some of them are humorous. Most of them are depressing. It's it's Fargo in the Old West. They're all depressing. Yeah, that's what it they is. They're all exactly. They're all depressing. So I only made it through. I made it through so far, and I haven't watched it since the. Uh, um, Liam Neeson. Oh, that's one of my favorite ones. It's so weird. <laughs> Gosh, is it weird? And then he ends up. I mean, I guess I shouldn't give anything away. I guess we shouldn't spoil it. But the way that story ends, I'm just like, boy, couldn't you have done that yeah. ten minutes ago? Yeah. I mean, he went through so much with that one guy, and yeah, um, it, I understand there's parts in the middle, but there's that are slow. But what pays off is the end. Where it's is the just, end? It's almost yeah. funny, comical. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean? So I, I was watching it with my wife, and she just got super mad at it because of how slow it is. She yeah. needs that one is she slow, needs but some of the other ones aren't. Um, I, but that's the last one I look. I watched. I know that there's a a singer that I enjoy. He's strange. Um, oh, why can't I think of his name now? But he's an actor in that, in one of those shorts, and everybody was saying that that's one of the best stories in that movie. Um, I'm trying to think of his name now. Um, crap. I listen, me and my buddy Nate, we listen to him all the time. He's got weird music, man. He makes some weird music. But he's an actor in that. So what else have you been uh, watching there, Jer? Hold on. I'm still working on the Ballad of Buster Scruggs because it's amazing. Because oh. my favorite one is, um, well, I love the gold one. With the gold. Oh, hair. yeah. Uh, that one's really good. Um, I love the one with the dog. But I can't remember what it's called. And see, and I can't I can't tell you because I haven't seen any of it. Most of it, anyways. The oh, very I first forgot one. about the James Franco one. Yeah, that one's great. Yeah. That one's really good. That, yeah. that one's on the top, too. And I thought the whole Buster Scruggs part of it, where he okay. dies at the end, is phenomenal. The one you haven't seen yet is about a wagon train going to Oregon. Did you oh, see that one? That, that, one, that is, one was good. That one's jacked up. I mean, I did not see that coming at the end. But Tom was, Waits. Oh. I just forgot about the end. It's so crazy. I know. That's such oh a crazy. So I gotta, I gotta watch the rest yeah, of this. Yeah, you gotta thing. keep going. Yeah, watch it. I mean, Tom, Tom Waits is in who, uh, there. Who directs this? Pro- the Prospector. He's the Prospector. The prospector. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, the one I was saying. You haven't seen that one yet. No, that, the that, Gold that, Canyon. That ends one. up. That ends better. That's gonna, one of the better. That is a happier ending out of the entire series. Out of, out of the that's the only happy yeah. ending. So I'm gonna end. All, I'm yeah. gonna end this podcast in a song of his. Oh, oh come on! You're gonna end it. Come on! Wait, we do we in, do in a song theme songs. What are you talking about? Oh, that's true. But we're come talking on. about Tom Waits. So, ah, oh, crap. So, what have you been watching lately? Um, not much. I watched a movie the other day that I've been wanting to watch for a long time, uh, called Inside Lewin Davis. And I oh, was, I've seen that. Yes, yeah. I was let down by it. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Oscar Isaac. It was one of Oscar Isaac's first movies really? that he did. That was on that was his own before there. Ex Machina, right? Yep, it was yeah. before Ex Machina. Like right at the same time, though. Everybody loved uh, it when it came out because it was kind of an indie film. That yeah, I um, don't remember that movie at all. So it must have. It's about a '60s folk artist named Lewin Davis. 
And it's basically yeah, just... Yeah, it was the Greenwich Village thing. He's just walking around, like, trying to find places to sleep and make money playing his music. And, um, I don't know. I, I, it didn't catch my attention. I thought I was going to love it, and it ended up... That movie reminds me of the movie A Serious Man. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I don't think I have. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. That, I remember that movie. It wasn't great. That, um... I haven't watched. I think it won some Oscars though. Anything too great? I've been watching a. It's a show that's. Apparently, it's had multiple seasons, but it was like a PBS show. But it was called Mind of a Chef. I love to watch a lot of cooking oh, shows. Oh yeah, that was good. Oh, you're talking With to David, the cooking show guy, right? David, not uh, me, Jay, dude. I, Anthony Bourdain. Um, I've watched every cooking show out there. Yeah, and. It's really great. David Chang goes around and like makes oh, different. Oh foods yeah, he's and, great. David Chang is one of my awesome. Yeah, he's, he's like the so. There's another chef that I like called Sean Brock. Sean Brock was on a lot of. No, it's not the Mind of a Chef you're watching. It's uh. No, it's uh, called Mind of a Chef. No, positive, hundred percent. With David Chang? Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Gorgeous. It's uh, ugly. Something ugly. Uh, yeah, ugly. he has that too. But he, yeah, this he is a show. This is a show that came on years ago. Yes. Okay. And I, it's I, it's much older because I, he's yeah. a lot younger, yeah. and I I had never seen it before. And this is the first. There's like six seasons of it, and I'd never seen. You're it You're thinking in my of ugly, life. Delicious. ugly, ugly, delicious. Ugly, delicious. Yes, yeah. but that's that, a newer show. That's, that's newer, newer, which is actually a lot better, a lot faster paced. Oh, I'm sure it is. About... This is a much older show. That's why it's yeah. not. And I, like and I said, PBS. I think it was a PBS. It show. was a PBS yeah, show. Yeah. So it's it's structured a little different. It doesn't. It's not like the newer uh, TV shows, but it's really great because of the the amount of like food that they go over, and then they they cut over to him, and he's. He'll make his own version of what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I love that. And every time I watch it, it makes me want to eat things. So, dude, you've been watching or reading anything? Uh, I haven't been reading a whole lot. Uh, I was stuck out in San Diego for a week, so I finished Narcos. Uh, Mexico, which I, I saw the first two seasons of Narcos, which has to do, deal with Colombia and the drug trade. So I'm like, well, how do we go from Colombia to Mexico to the United States? So, and that's how it actually the Narcos Mexico is a prequel to the the drug trade. And it was it's very interesting about how we let it happen. Yeah. So probably well, subsidized it. Yeah, and I also finished Daredevil season three. So. I knew that's that was really coming. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Good. It's so good. You know what is a book so that awesome. we didn't talk about that I think deserves to be talked about, and I haven't read all of it, but um, is Alias Jessica Jones Alias? I've never read the book. Oh, you haven't? Nope. I've I've read probably. I mean, I've watched the show. I don't know two trades of it, maybe. Okay. Not a ton, but I've read enough to where it caught my attention big time. And I love it. The art, I think, is amazing because it's like that. It's kind of like, it's kind of like splashy. I don't know how else to explain it. It's like, yeah, it's like watercolor. It's splashy. like watercolor splashy, and it it really caught my attention big time. Uh, and in all of that, it, yeah. Um, if you can hear that, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it is what you think it is. Yeah. So, um, no, I I have not read that. I have it's, had it on my Christmas list for it's years. It's great. I, I don't know how that ties into the TV show Alias, though, like that came out. I think it was on NBC or ABC. Oh, uh, not at it, all. It doesn't? No. Not at all. 
Okay, I didn't. It, that was a, no. who was that? Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner, J.J. Abrams. She was a spy. It had nothing, alias, and it had nothing, nothing to do with Jessica to do Jones. With it okay, whatsoever. see, I wasn't. I didn't know that. I thought it had at least something to do, or like was the basis off of that. But they just didn't run off of the actual comic book storyline. But I thought they were using the same characters. No, but I didn't watch any of it. I never. I never did. Like, I didn't pay watch attention. it either. But I know for a fact they have no. Really? Okay. Well. That was the time when Jennifer Garner did things that weren't of a. I just finished her motives. show. What? Camping. What? She had a show. I'm, I'm oh wrong yeah. Enough. You told me about that the last time, and I you never know, watched any of it. Here's the deal. With I don't that have show. HBO. I finished it in the meantime. I'd only watched a couple. It was funny at first. Uh huh. And it it was a comedy. It was funny at first, and I I, I kind of feel bad because I recommended it. And then you get to the middle. It's still relatively funny, but it starts to get to this weird, like, like, whoever wrote and created this show was writing about relationships without having any idea. Oh, really? What a relationship is. And so I got to the end of this show, and I'm like, ah, man, something doesn't sit right about this. Yeah. And then I looked back at like the creator of the show, and it was Lena Dunham. Oh well, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm like sense, this this fucking lady. Yeah. She don't know. I I watched all of girls. I hit too. I watched the but whole I series. Didn't make me not hate her less. Okay. That it makes a, as soon as you said her name, it makes complete sense. At first, when I when I first started watching the show Girls, I thought. You know, maybe there's something here. Like, this is kind of a different story. This is a different take on millennials, in a way. Yeah. You know, in a city. But so I thought it was whiny kinda, and just I thought like... it was kind of good. And then all of a sudden it turned into this big, whiny, entitled yeah. story. She's the worst. And then, yeah, and then her public appearances came out. Like, she's the worst. <laughs> she's younger than me. And she acts like she should be put up on a pedestal yeah, for some reason awful. so anyway i i wow. did kind of somewhat enjoy the show but, but then again she's making millions of dollars of yeah. make creating tv shows and we're here yeah but we're putting be- for a podcast but we're better than her i believe so <laughs> as people as people in general creators, i believe so even though we've created nothing right but i i agree with you so anyway daredevil season three amazing um Hell yeah i'll run i want to run through because we mentioned um Daredevil Born Again, which has a lot of tie-ins with season three of Daredevil. If if Okay. If we need Netflix. to wrap this up. But Daredevil by Mark Wade, the newer run of Daredevil by Mark Wade. That's a great entry phenomenal. level. Phenomenal. Entry level. Phenomenal. Isn't that where Kingpin gets to be the mayor of New York? Or is it a different run of Daredevil? Um oh, I think that is it. I'd have to yeah, I'd have to go reread it. I think I, that's in it. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure. There's so many. I can't recall anymore. <clears throat> and also, uh, Daredevil, Man Without Fear, which was... Oh, um, The Man Without Fear. Is which like, was yeah. Frank Miller yeah. before Born Again. And then Honestly, also Guardian I, Devil, Kevin Smith's run on it. Let's not forget that. I would say Man Without Fear, though, is something that you should read first before you read Born Again. For sure. But Born Again is just so much deeper. It is, but I think a good entry point to Daredevil would be Man Without Fear. Yeah, I would agree. I agree. I would agree with that. So, anyway, any uh, we should wrap it. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Uh, I liked this 
This was a very good dynamic. dynamic. I enjoyed Interviews. your company, dude. Well, thank you guys for having I me. I think dude will be a regular guest. Yeah, I think we'll invite you back. Well, I think you've well, done well. Well, thanks, guys. We need to get you your own mic, though. We need to yeah. get back to our three mic yeah. setup. I agree. Yeah. We couldn't figure it out. So if, if you have a problem with the audio... It's your fault. Nothing we can do about it. Sorry. Yeah, it's my fault. You can blame me. It's my computer. We have one single omnidirectional microphone. I think it'll work out well. But again, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, if you know anything about audio, please help us. And we already know that we have the wrong equipment, so you don't have to tell us that. We've already invested in what we have. So, I mean, wrong equipment to a point, but it's working for us for now. Yeah, but. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so, for this episode, I'm Jerry. I'm, I'm Chris. Dude. Oh, I'm, you talked over me, dude. Can't I, do I that. fucked up. Start over. I'm you don't st- don't erase it. No. Just keep yeah, I'm still Jerry. I'm dude. Chris. Thanks for listening.